two master chess players sitting at the board. And one of them looks down at the board and sees that he's in checkmate in seven moves. And he looks across at his opponent, and he knows that his opponent sees it too. So there's no getting out of it. So at this point, the loser can only prolong the game. Both players know the game is over. It's only a matter of time before he does this, and then you're forced to do this, and then he's forced to do this, and eventually checkmate. We, as a race, if we could understand that the game is over, that based on the rules of the game, the bad guys have already lost, the good guys have already won, yes, there's moves left on the table, but those moves are being forced by the player that is going to win. Um, the only way that checkmate can't happen is if the player that's winning makes a mistake. But from all of the information that I've gathered, all of the information that's been given, all of the information that's been vetted to me, it seems pretty obvious that the good guy player on the side of the chessboard knows exactly what has to be done to win the game. And so at this point, any mistake would be all but impossible. But again, you really have to understand the game to know that the guy that's losing is lost. And I'm sure most people sitting watching a chess match between two advanced chess players know the game's over long after the two players know it's over. Because they can't see the board and see that there's only seven moves left. How you What's doing? Up? How's it going, James? Hmm. John Q. Public.
James, you got no, you got no sound on your network feed. On the network feed, yeah, Garrett told us. <clears throat> Garrett, what's that mean? Because James is a little, a little retarded. Facebook, probably a Facebook feed, because he it probably autocorrected. Yeah, on your Facebook stream, there might be no sound. Do you but, have us on mute? No, Garrett. Well, put subtitles on. All Maybe right. it's this. Maybe, how about how about now? Maybe now. I might be retarded. I think I might have hit the mute button on myself. Yeah. I might yeah. be a little retarded. So I, I don't think anybody heard anything that I had said, which sucks. Total dickhead over here. <laughs> Nick's calling well, you. I heard it, James. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you heard it, Anthony. Yeah, I'm so glad I'm you go to CBD.com. Oh, my goodness. We already, already started the show already. Is it better now? I thought I heard that guy. Uh-oh, James, retard James, alert. James retard hello, alert. Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me yet? Can you hear me? Yeah. Well, all right. All right. Yep, I'm retarded. So he says you're too yeah. ugly. Yeah, I'm very ugly. So to run it back, <laughs> to run it back, because uh, I'm I'm a little special today. I apologize. But uh, again, so if you're just joining us, and if you can just hear us. you're just joining right now and missed the first five minutes of the show and saw how retarded I am. Uh, hey, you can't miss the sponsors. Well, yeah, the well, sponsor. no, I have to. But welcome, yeah. welcome to the program. If you're if you're a listener of We the People Radio, you know how retarded I can be sometimes. So uh, welcome to the program. Uh, but again, I'm your host James. Uh, I got Nick and Ant with me. We got two special guests in the studio. Very excited to have them here, Marcus and Chadwick, the hosts of Liberty Report. But before we 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 talk about their story and what they're doing on their show, uh, I'm going to open up his beer for him because thank you. We have no beer openers here. We just use lighters. Uh, do you need one? Uh, you know what? I popped my And uh, we got to shout out our sponsors. So shout out to the sponsors today, SeriousCBD.com. Go to Serious-CBD.com. Pick up the number one CBD on the planet. I use it literally every day. Me and Marley Dog take it constantly. I I love this stuff. Uh, number one CBD on the planet. There's a 35% off sale. If you put in code WPR, you get 35% off your order. Uh, if you want to join Mikey Pillow Gangs, Pillow War, come join us at uh, mypillow.com slash WPR USA and pick up any my pillow gear. The slippers use code Pillow Fight for 25% off. Pillow Fight, gay pillow fight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and can't forget Kush Creams, number one topical in the game. I fucking love this stuff. Kushcreams.com, code WPR USA for 15% off. This stuff is James amazing. is pale, he burns. Yes. That <laughs> thank you, thank you. Now. <laughs> Now, yes, now, 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 that all, that's, that's all done. I met Chadwick at the Patriot Double Down, the QAnon John event in Vegas, and then we ran into each other in Phoenix, and also, was it Dallas that we ran into each other? We spent a lot of time in Dallas, that's right, that's right. and uh, we, we became pretty good friends through these events that we've been doing, and uh, this is actually the first time I'm meeting Marcus, his co-host of the Liberty Report, and uh, these guys are really good guys, so... Uh, guys, tell us a little bit about your show and what you guys are doing. You guys are doing some really cool stuff. You're down at the Capitol in Arizona every single weekend, right? That's right. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, nice to meet you, uh, James and uh, Nick and Ant. And uh, great nice to, to be you. here, everybody. Uh, yeah. So uh, Chadwick and I do a show every Saturday at uh, the Capitol uh, at Arizona. It's actually Jake Angeli's show. Um, it's called Forbidden Truth Podcast. So that's uh, one of the few shows we do, Chadwick. Yeah, that's right. Um, like you said, we met each other in Vegas uh, here in Vegas. Yeah, I, I, we're in Vegas, my God. We came QAnon, John, and then I did the first one in Dallas, and then we 
did the the double down the second round here in Vegas, man. It was a blast. We met, instantly connected, bonded uh, on the same page, two of the uh, like minds. Um, but at that time, man, I was on a mission, you know, as you know, because I was uh, very vocal about, yep. about, uh, during that time when I met you. Yep. And that mission was, uh, you know, to speak the truth of my uh, close friend and um, dear friend, Jake Angeli, which we co-host um, the show together. And at that time, he was being persecuted. He had not been sentenced. He was in solitary confinement. For everybody that doesn't know Jake Angeli by his name, I'm sure you'll know by his image. He's the guy with the, the Q horns. shaman. The yeah, Q shaman. The Q shaman. Horns in the face paint. So I'm excited to have you on and talk about this because Nick and Ant, they don't they don't know you personally. Uh, like I've had the opportunity to meet you, and and I had a lot of questions for you about Jake's situation. Because I'm, I was very skeptical about his role in January 6th and what his purpose for being there was, uh, and a lot of people in this movement do. And I know that's one of your main goals is to show people that he's not controlled opposition. He's just there. He was just there just to be a patriot and uh, got caught up doing something stupid, like many many other Americans got caught up doing. Um, so I know these guys have a lot of questions, but before we get into Jake, because there's a lot of things that I want to get into uh, before before we get into Jake, yeah. tell us a little about the Liberty Report. What are you guys doing with the Liberty Report? Well, Liberty Report started when we saw the way that our president was being treated, Donald J. Trump, and the way that the the current media at that time was lying on him, and just such disgrace to the media. Um, I'm a felon. I can't vote. Me too. Really? Yeah. For we, weed. We fist pump it? For I don't know if that's fist pump. For word. weed. I'm a felon for weed. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You know, the, the criminal justice system is something we need to reform for sure. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, that's, that's another topic. Well, I, I sat there and saw the way the, the media was treating our president. I was like, man, I can't vote. I need my voice to be heard. Let, let me start this channel and start combating this narrative, this false narrative. And that's where Liberty Report was born. And, you know, I, I started with the name Bert, as as you know. That's how I met you as Bert. Like, I knew your name was Chadwick, but it was always, yo, Bert, what's good, dude? You know, you know you're in my phone as Bert. I was like, man, the stuff I'm going to talk about is going gonna, is gonna to catch some heat. So let's just uh, keep my name out of this. We'll do an X-22 style, and uh, we'll go by Bert Report which was short for Liberty Report. Some letters missing. And I uh, had the little Pepe well, the Frog. I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm actually really glad that you're no longer going by Bert and you're going by your real name. Well, when I wanted to speak the truth about Jake, there was no other way. I couldn't sit back behind a computer at home well, anymore. I had to get out in front of people, and I couldn't just keep on introducing myself as a fake name. You know what I mean? If I mean people yeah. face to face. No, and there's a lot more, a lot more power in your message when you put your face behind it and show, like, hey, my name is James Curry. This is what I believe in. This is what I stand for. Yeah. And I don't care what you think. It's easy to talk behind a, a mask, a screen, and pretend to be somebody that you're really not or say things that there's really no consequences to because you're anonymous and no one knows who you are. Like every single day when we put your, when you put your face out there, you face criticism, you face getting memed. Like there's so many things yeah. that can happen to you that a lot of people don't want to deal with. So I give you much respect for 
for coming out. Now, Marcus, how did you come into this this story? I like your fucking hat too, Space Force. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Well, uh, back back in 2020, uh, I I started a podcast. It was kind of based off my Facebook page called The Matrix Report. Okay. Uh, which was kind of a, it, it started as a hobby and then uh, COVID hit, the, the page exploded 5,000% in engagement. And so I decided to start a little podcast. I always wanted to, you know, turn a mic on and have conversations uh, with my friends that I thought were worthy of recording and interesting. Uh, so we went ahead and did that. And one thing led to another, I ended up in Arizona uh, to interview Austin Seinbart. Um, oh boy. Yep. Yep. And then, so, and the rest is history. Um, I changed, uh, I, I, I changed the name to the Marcus Cohen show. Uh, but uh, you know, let's go ahead and make the announcement right, right now on your show, uh, James. Um, we're changing the name back to the matrix report. We're going back to the roots And so I'll be relaunching that shortly. The Matrix Report will be making a comeback. So, um, and then I basically, um, Chadwick and I met up when we, um, uh, Austin was helping out with some work, uh, getting, you know, going over some court documents for Jake and uh, helping Martha, his mother. And uh, he introduced Chadwick and I together. So one day Chadwick said, hey, why don't you join me at the Capitol? And uh, again, the rest is history. We've been going there every Saturday and we just kind of then kind of joined forces and I co-hosted with him on Liberty Report. Um, so we just we, we just kind of became uh, the dankest duo, as they call us. Yeah, they do call us the dankest That's duo. That's pretty fucking dope. Now, what do you guys are doing down at the, the Capitol building? What do you guys do? What's like what's the whole thing? I know you guys got like thousands of people that show up every single weekend with you guys. What's going on? So, well, Jake and I, as you know, we, you know, we spoke on the, on the phone every single day to each other. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to make sure that his voice um, wasn't silenced. Like they're trying to they shut down his I, I mean, on the way home, we, we noticed that they shut down his Twitter, his YouTube, all, all his Facebook, all that, his Instagram. So nobody could even see what kind of patriot, you know, God-loving patriot this this man is. Uh, they instantly bought the narr- – they heard the narrative he's Antifa or um, BLM and kind of go look him up and see who he was, right? So we were facing, facing that um, – and we, we just had, so we sat there and we're thinking, man, uh, why don't we do a podcast? We're, we're doing a phone call every single day, you know, because he asked me to continue, continue to go to the Capitol. You got to understand, Jake, in that getup that he was on January 6th, he was in that same exact getup every single day, you know, down at our own local Capitol, speaking about our own corrupt government, Doug Ducey, the governor who certified our corrupt, you know, stolen election in Arizona. Yep. And uh, we were calling all those people out. The um, Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs, you know, we call her Katie Hobbit. And she uh, looks like a little Hobbit. Yeah, she's a joke. So that's something he was doing every single day. So it wasn't something shocker like, oh, look at this crazy madman in horns. It's like, that's just what he did every single day. And there was a a great purpose for it. We could talk about in the show. And I know know that's something Anthony wants to know because Nick and Ant were at the January 6th event and and i think this is a good conversation to have because january 6th is right in everybody's forefront like everybody's thinking about it because this mm-hmm. hoax of a of a committee and uh and everything that's going like it's a total it's a total joke it's literally kabuki theater they're out here just trying to spin a narrative any way that they possibly can and no one's buying it like their ratings everybody's ratings are dropping and they thought this was going to be a ratings bonanza the january 6th uh, it would uns- be if it was sold the right way. Like people would love to know the truth. They tune into it, but they know like but it's I not didn't the watch truth. any of it. It's not the truth. That's yeah. the thing. Like 
I, like I, I have kind of like skin in the game and I didn't watch one single one of those shameful hearings because I knew it was all going to be so, lies, you know. So let's let's get into it then. So People, Jake is not under uh, federal corrections or he's state. What What, what is he, he? Because he's in federal prison. He is. So you talk you talk to him every day. It just seems pretty crazy. I, I, I was under the impression that a lot of these J6 uh, detainees had next to no privileges and they well, were really being treated very poorly. Very poorly. Uh, fortunately, Jake got moved from that DC gulag, as a lot of people like to call it, uh, with such horrible conditions. And luckily, um, well, it was it was I no longer than eleven days because I remember him being eleven days where he hadn't eaten because they weren't honoring his his diet, his organic diet. Mm -hmm. uh, so he just wasn't eating, and uh, they finally moved him to Virginia because the judge was like. We got to move. If you, you as a facility aren't going to um, honor his his diet, then we're going to move him to a different facility. He got moved over to Virginia. And uh, from there, he was in solitary confinement still until um, he signed a plea bargain. And then he got moved. <clears throat> solitary confinement, who's 23 and 1. He was allowed for shower and shit, right? Sorry, sorry. A little bit. Say again. Oh, 23 and 1? Yeah, yeah. Like 23 and uh, one hour out? Yeah, for most of the time. And, and then eventually, once like I think COVID stuff lined up a little bit, um, on their end, it was two hours out. He, he had two hours out. Beautiful. Yeah, and now he sits in Safford, uh, federal prison uh, outside of, or in Arizona, Safford. And uh, Anthony, was it uh, Anthony? Mm -hmm. uh, also, to answer your question and to clear up uh, something right now, uh, yes, we were speaking every day. As of the last maybe a little over a month, the prison of bureaus have um, cut our communications. They, I went live on Ivory Hacker's show and talked about it. That interview got lost, actually. But of um, it did. yeah, it, we um, they I, it was they tried to spook me out and they sent me an email. Man, we could even I could I could show you the email, James. It's pretty crazy. Um, I'll look it up while we're talking. But they pretty much said our communications would would cause uh, criminal activity and, and just a whole bunch of bad stuff. When in mm -hmm. fact our podcast, for uh, Forbidden Truth podcast, does nothing but uh, talk about solutions of bringing people together. We talk about Tesla coils, energy solutions. We talk about you know stars and planets. We talk about all kinds of uh, stuff, but nothing that would cause and, and unity. Most importantly, we we talk about unity and the importance of coming together. Uh, you know, um, sure. kind of learning together uh, against our common enemy that we all uh, share. 100%. So now he signed a plea bargain, so he's in the process of serving his sentence. You know, he got tricked into a plea bargain by his deep state lawyer and, and everyone around that. Watkins. With also, you know, I mean, how did he pick his lawyer? His that lawyer approached him. He, I don't, you know, and of course, of course, uh, when the only one person approaches you, and they're a high-profile lawyer, I was excited when he first came on the scene. I was like, oh, Al Watkins, this guy got those those old couple off. You know, it looked good. But if, when I saw, because I recorded the FBI call, the whole entire conversation of him speaking with the FBI, I have it recorded, and it's going to be out. It will be out soon. I put out like 15 minutes of it. It's an hour long. Oh, wow. And it, it, it blew up so quick. I, I moved it to private. I was like, ah, so, let me wait on this one. So uh, how did he get tricked into a plea deal? 
explain this. Yeah, let's explain this one. So it's let's see, it's about eight months into solitary confinement. His grandfather, and in fact, before I go to this, I want to explain being being uh, doing some jail time myself. I did a year and four months. I would see people go into solitary confinement, what they call the hole. Yep. And let's say they're in there at the max two months. Anything over that, forget about it. But a month to two months, I see those people come back and they're just rocking back and forth on their top bunk. You know, just lost. They're not even in conversation. It does something to their mind. So sure. I was expecting uh, Jake to be pretty messed up when I when I spoke to him. We went some time without speaking a couple months and before I spoke to him again when he signed his plea bargain. And he was great. I'll tell that story later. But you know what? They tricked him by um, he had a grandfather that was dying, like literally on his deathbed. And at this moment, it came down to, hey, he's on hospice. He's got weeks left. Right. And so the lawyer comes up, hey, this plea bargain. I've talked to everyone. Sign it. The judge, even though it doesn't say it in here, we've spoken to the judge. He understands the situation with your grandfather. He wants you to see your grandfather. And, and, you know, I'm speaking, I, I wasn't in the room. This is, you know, this is what I'm hearing happen. Um, and uh, if you want to see your grandfather, you can get let out, you know, at least to see his grandfather. The judge has a heart, blah, blah, blah. Hey, he signs it, goes into the hearing a couple of days later, and the judge gives him 41 months. No, no, no. So the hearing was a sentencing is what you're saying. Uh the, yeah, well, no, it went into first a hearing and then the, the sentencing was like a couple of weeks later. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the, the lawyer was telling uh, the family, Jake's mother and others in the family, one thing while the documents uh, portrayed another thing. So he was telling the family that he was going to be out in X amount of time. The documents showed, no, that they were planning on giving him 40 plus months. So. And there's only so much you can say to Jake while he's on a federal recorded line. You know what I mean? Talking about the case. You have to go through the lawyer talking about that. Or his mom, so we're in a tough spot, able to even talk about this stuff with him. That's right, and uh, and also uh, Al Watkins, a lawyer, was charging twenty five thousand dollars a week. Uh, that's right, twenty five thousand dollars a week, one hundred thousand dollars a month uh, to represent Jake. Now he was Jake was only one of uh, six other defendants he was representing. So you think of uh, you know a, a, a firm, a high profile case. How does he have time to uh, adequately represent six other clients? and represent Jake at the same time while charging that much money while not releasing any court documents, not giving uh, Martha, his mother, um, like an itemized uh, bill for the things she's being charged, not returning calls, not answering calls. These are things that you could, uh, you can get debarred, you know, you could lose your, your, um, your license. Are you you guys pushing that issue right now? Um, We can't talk about that, but I assure you, um, he's not going to get away with this. And Jake's also on the same page of not letting him get so, away with this. So uh, my next question is – go ahead, well, Ed. Go the, ahead. the thing with, with Jake and the image that he became, not knowing him as you do, like looking at it from someone else's perspective, doesn't it seem like the cameras and just everything was in the perfect spot to take the perfect pictures and just to follow him, the, the perfect timing, like along the whole way to just be the poster child for this whole thing? Now, you got to understand my mission to the way I met James, my mission was to clear Jake's name. Now, mm-hmm. James knows me. I got a mentality where I'm not equipped. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to succeed at whatever my mission is. So in doing that, I had to get out and meet a lot of different people. Now, in doing that, I've had one-on-one conversations with General Flynn, 
Sidney Powell, Phil Waldron, Colonel Phil Waldron, many big names. I just came uh, off a flight with your boy, James Wano Saban. Oh, I fucking uh, hate that guy. <laughs> you know. Oh, but, my God. I fucking hate that guy. Guy's a fucking clown. And I have a personal bone to pick with him, too, because he called my boy, Jake Angeli, uh, a pedophile. Oh, my fault. Yeah. You know, you know called him a, a pedophile by his tattoos and different stuff. And that was the first reason why I was even there where I met you. That's why I was there that day was to confront Juan Osaban. I was yeah, like, he oh. was at that event. And I he was, was very that upset that he was there. I was very vocal. If you listen to, to our, our, our interviews, I was very vocal about being upset about being him being there. <laughs> See, I, I'm willing to talk to anybody. That's okay. But let truth be known. Let it prevail. You know what, Juan, I, I, at that time, I didn't, I was very angry at the man because of the stuff he said, but um, I understood as far as if that didn't happen, I would just see him as some old fat guy that was uh, a hype man, you know, good for the, maybe hyping people up, but uh, was, it was spending Giving a lot of time. Baseless uh, predictions. That's what I see him as. Uh, yeah. Uh, sending disinformation. But you know what? I, he, he, well, he came onto my show, did an episode lately I'm working on. And then he uh, gave me his word that he would look into Jake, honestly. And I flew out with him and Austin spent the weekend with him. And we have a game plan to him. He's going to correct what he said about Jake. He heard me out and he understands it. And so in that, to answer your question, uh, there's some people recently. I came some information. You guys are going to hear this first. Some hot take. You keep that going. (laughs) Hot take on We the People Radio. And you know what? The guy who told me this, should I say his name? Do it. He's an an awesome guy. Chris Bagard. He uh, was the director of Capital Punishment. The movie, if you guys haven't seen Uh Capital Punishment, let me plug him. Go watch Capital Punishment. Learn the truth about J6. Now, and it's upsetting because uh, that he lost a lot of money uh, making that movie. People aren't seeing the truth. They'll go watch this other stuff. But you know what? He told me, he said, I spoke to a lot of people around this whole entire situation and you're not going to like what I have to say, but Jake was played not just that day, but months, maybe years leading up to that day, whether explain. he knew it or not. Explain. Like he's, he was an unwitting pawn in a way. Like what you're saying? Those people at certain times and in certain events or whatever to maybe say certain things in his head. Right. This is the way it is. Because I got mad. I started getting the way that he presented to me. The guy told me, he said, man, you were shaking back then. I saw how much you care about, about him. Because I started getting mad. I said, he was trying to tell me that, that uh, Jake was, you know, pro- was played into doing this. And part of the team I was like, you know, how dare you say that? He wasn't even going to go. Like uh, him and I, we, um, I convinced him to go. You know what I mean? So for him to say that some people got him to go and be a part of this, I, I started to get upset at that. Um, and that's what he, he said. Hey, that's not the way I mean it. I mean, like through over time, like maybe months and months and months, the way that they're like saying, hey, like they groomed him. Yeah. Yeah. They like, groomed him like say, oh, hey, uh, show up at this event. There's this rally going on. We need to you know, support our patriot. You know what I mean? And I, that's just something brand new. So this is something verified. This is something we're just talking about right now. I'm not coming to say, hey, there's some news. Jake was set up, blah, 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 blah. But I'll tell you for sure, 100%, <clears throat> there was cameras on that day. There's HBO cameras. I'm part of an investigation right now figuring out people that were set up on that day. We know for sure the federal government, the FBI. Where is Ray Epps? 
and you know what? He lives in Arizona. We know a couple Where guys that went to his house. You, you got to understand what he can't talk. Even if he wanted to, what he signed would not allow him to say a word. If he did the things that they'll do to him, he's way more scared of, you know, if he says a single word, it literally, I signed this, you will do these type of things to me. If I say a word, you know what I mean? Who's who signed this? Ray Epps. Oh, really? Why do you think he's not, he can't, not talking? And of course. Of course. Not arrested. But now, so, so, but still, what, why were the cameras just in the perfect position to, to catch him, you know, and it seemed like he was the first one walking in and, or like he was the only one in the chamber and like the only people that were around were photographers and people documenting his journey. That's really what it seemed like. It did seem like that. Absolutely. When, man, when the camera guy saw Jake walking in, that was his, their target. Let's follow this guy around. You know, oh, for sure. I mean, if you see someone like that, I'll give that to you. But, dude, it was fucking freezing that day. It I was know. freezing. Are you exactly. saying he was walking around like that all day? He asked me. He said, dude, should I, should I do it? I don't know. It's so cold because I'm in three layers, right? Him and I parked the car together. And um, we, we got this for a second. I need to fix my uh, – so we, we parked the car together, and it's freezing cold. So I, I, he's like, man, should I should – I? he's going to put on his makeup. He's like, should I go shirtless? I was like, man, it's way cooler, you know, if you do. But I don't blame you if you don't. It's it's freezing. I'm wearing three layers of clothes. I got a scarf on, gloves, you know, a big peacoat jacket. But I was like, dude, that's you were, you were with our uh, my guy Kelly, right? As well, Jay Patriot. Yeah. No, no, no. Not, he he was there that day. He was there that day. Not too far away. But we didn't meet actually until uh, shortly after that that event. Oh. Um, so Jake, he looks over at me. He's like, he was like, oh, it was freezing cold. You guys know. And um, he's like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, and what he said to me in that moment, he's like, you know, I can't believe I can't remember the guy's name. But he told me about a guy that takes ice baths. You know, and Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Wim Hof. He's talking about Wim Hof. He's like, you know, uh, he had been studying Wim Hof and that technique of controlling your body temperature through different breath, breathing mm-hmm. techniques, you know? And he'll go on the de- desert and have vision quests, right? He'll, you know, do that little flower that's in the cactus or whatever. Peyote. You know, and I don't think it's actually peyote. He's done peyote, but the one he'll do a lot, I think it's a red flower that grows on, on a- Mescaline? Cactus. Mescaline? Maybe. That might be it, actually. I think he like, breaks the seeds up or something. But, um, you know, you go on these vision quests out in the desert, this extreme heats because of the exact same way that you control your temperature in the cold, you do it for the heat. So he does that also in the cold. Gets, in those deserts, you guys know. It oh, it's cold. fucking hot out here. It, it's hot, but then at nights in the winter, it's, it's freezing. freezing. It's so hot or your boy? Uh, just out here in the desert, you know, it gets no, no, who, who does that? Who are you talking about? Wim Hof or your boy who does that? My boy does that. So Jake does that out here in the desert, you know, to take. Uh, test out his, you know, ex- expanding his mind, his yeah. into shamanism, as you guys know from just studying being the, the Q shaman, being yeah. the Q shaman, yeah, that. yeah. And it's something that he says, uh, you know, it, it's it, it offends him when he's like, I would never call myself a shaman. This is something I've spent so much of my life like studying to become. Yeah. It's not like, hey, I'm I'm the shaman, you know, I'm going around yelling and screaming. It's something he truly studies and believes. He doesn't watch TV when we're in the hotel room. The TV stays off, you know, he does meditation. And, and so, um, so one other question I have for you is that did, when you got there, then you didn't go to see Trump's speech. You went directly to the Capitol or what? 
Well, yeah, we went. That's why we got there early was to get in to see Trump speak. We dropped the two other people off that went with us to stand in line to see Trump. Jake and I went to park the car because, as you guys know, cars did not stop coming over that bridge, and it it, it just kept going. There's so many people, so we're like, oh my gosh, to find a parking spot. The people we dropped off, they said, hey. We're not getting in to see Trump. You know, we're uh, just find a parking. Don't worry about rushing. Uh, we'll meet some. We'll find a spot, a good spot to watch it from. Mm. And so that's why we took our time. Park. Jake did the makeup. We had the debate if you'd just go shirtless. He started off with a red hoodie that someone made for him and sent off with them. And it had literally a silhouette of his like buffalo hat and stuff of him. And uh-huh. he wore he wore that and some black gloves. And then at some point in the day he uh, took it off and put it in his backpack. Gotcha. And, and him and I, we, uh, we got split up during the day. You know, we, we walked that way. Uh, the white house was to the left. We we're like uh, F 17, somewhere around, around there. The white house was to our left as we walked towards the national monument wrapped around the corner. When we got to that street in between the national monument, and the white house where Trump would have been speaking on the ellipse, right? Uh-huh. And there's just so many people. So we do that. I'm just videotaping. I'm there as Liberty Report to get footage. Jake's there to protect the Patriots from Antifa. And yeah, literally, that's him. Just wherever he goes, he'll just do a perimeter, walking around, just just making sure no one Kind of like there. Jeremy Brown was doing. Yeah, so, and literally, like the day before at Freedom Plaza, like, what'd you do on that? You know, because I'd see him pass by every once in a while. We did the same things I do. I just did laps around Freedom Plaza, just waiting for just make sure Antifa didn't show up like literally the whole night through the rain, all that. But, uh, so we are walking and as we go through uh, some more, I catch Jake walk in front of my camera. He looks at it. Um, it's a cool video on YouTube and he goes by, we start walking off. I have one glove tucked underneath my armpit as I met a uh, man in a camera. And I looked down, I was like, I'm going to put a glove on. It's freezing. I screw it. I'm just already got on the gimbal. Everything's recording. I'm just recording for a while. And when I went to get my glove, it, was, it wasn't there. So I turned around to look and see where I dropped it. And there's just so many people. There was mud, just feet everywhere. I was like, that glove's gone. And I turned back around and just a sea of people. Jake was gone. I, I didn't see him the yeah. rest of the day. The rest of the day, I didn't see him. I, and- I could understand that, man. There were, so, there were so many people. I mean, you you lose contact with someone. That's it. And there was no service either. No. There was no service. That was the Not thing. Really. Like, I was trying to get in touch with you guys. And there was there. no security. There was nothing. Nothing. Zero. <clears throat> once now once we connected to Pelosi's Wi-Fi in her office, we got all the <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, a lot of people were tricked because we now know for a fact that the, the, the magnetic doors that are not supposed to be, uh, that can't be opened from the outside, can only be opened from the inside, were opened. Uh, and they were waved in, and people were let in, and and there was definitely agitators there, and that's the thing that people, a lot of people, think Jake is. He was an agitator. But the I thing know. is, it's so easy to correlate that, the, the, and, and, and it is. It, 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 the optics of it are terrible. I I, I was I was a hundred percent with you when I met you. I was like, yo, dude, that I, I don't know what to say. It does but not, I gotta disagree, brother. Only not the way good. that if you listen to uh, Mockingbird Media, the optics are terrible. And you over the what they saw a good opportunity to push a picture that everyone's gonna listen to. Because I promise you, brother. Well, I was around them for the, months before this, and even at the Georgia rally uh, two days before it. The free, everywhere and everyone to come up and take a picture with them 
with their kids. It was good optics. Everyone it's, loved it's it. It's not just the Mockingbird media. It was like the power stance, like they did the flying V in the Capitol building with all these other guys that had big grizzly beards that looked like Antifa. Like that's what everybody is saying about that photo. Yeah. And <laughs> and and it's just like, man, like these guys all look like the same cast of characters. They all look like they're not they're they're not it just looks seems very staged yeah it seems very staged exactly that's the word i'm looking for yeah yeah i see that you know and jake called me um as soon as the president said go home and i met up with them we went to the the hotel and we um we talked about it so i i know his first exact thoughts and his first exact reactions that were pure hearted and they were like giddy, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe what just happened. Like I was sure. actually in the Senate, like I was at Mike Pence's desk. I said a prayer at Mike Pence's desk, which is the whole reason, like he wants to break up negative energy. That's his shamanism is being able to go somewhere. And our, our he had the chance to come to the city and stand outside the building and, and scream and yell and bring positive energy. But when you have cops saying, hey, come on in, he said, literally, they're just waving me in, dude. And all of a sudden we're in a huge crowd and it just got, everyone just walked in. And then the first cop we came to said, hey, you guys can continue as long as you, you know, just stay peaceful. But why did he take a plea if he was invited in? Well, you said he I was tricked. You. Yeah, because he, father, I guess. he was in solitary confinement, man. I told you, like, what people just barely a month or two months, Phil. He endured that for, like, 11 months. And, like, after eight months, they come to him and say, hey, your, your grandfather's about to die. He's like your father. And personally, I won't get too deep in, but just to give a little background on something he told me on the way out there. Yeah how badly he was treated by his father. And that's why he doesn't go by Chansley, his actual last name. And he goes by Angeli, Jake Angeli, because he doesn't want nothing to do with his father on some of the things he told me were done to him by his father, you know? And this might be part of the reason why he fights so hard. To not care what people think about him. Doing what he's doing. To to do something out of, like, literally, he told me he, he was the person in school that got picked on in high school because he would wear mismatching socks or or mismatching top and bottom because he didn't care you know what i mean he had bigger things on his mind than being the cool kid in school i do want to say um speaking about bigger things on his mind you know we we do that show at the capitol every week but that's just a live show the show is jake's podcast and jake calls in to, or when they before they they got the ban on the phone calls, which I'm appealing and trying to fight. Right, Jake would call in and and uh, record 15 minute segments. He he, there's a few episodes out right now, and the episodes are anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half. And he would do this in 15 minute increments because that's how long you'd have until the phone hung yeah, up. We had Jeremy Brown on. That's how it was a half hour. Right, right, and you, you know. He, he, you got to think, you know, he doesn't have access. All the, all this knowledge that, that he's spewing out, he has a pen and a paper at most. And um, his, his resolve, his calmness, his wisdom, uh, you know, that I've personally experienced talking to him uh, live on air from prison is uh, it's astonishing and it's inspiring. And, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, Jake's uh, who, who Jake is and, and, and the person that, that Chadwick is describing Jake is who he knows as a person uh Jake is somebody that, that not only has a good heart, but he he knows how to keep a positive attitude in, in, in the worst of times. Well, I applaud you guys for doing what you're doing and doing the right thing, standing up for your friend. And I would. Yeah. So I, I would be doing the this thing if it was yeah. one of you guys who because you guys were at January 6th. If you guys, you know, uh, made the, the same decision that he did, because a lot of people did. 
uh, they went into the Capitol building. I mean, if I, yeah, if I got invited in, I was in front. Yeah. Everyone's going in. I mean, why not? Nick, absolutely. Well, a, a thousand percent. And the one thing I, I think about with with his situation, here it is. Here, here's the photo that I want to bring up. Let's open this photo. I definitely yeah. would have a shirt on because it was fucking free. Yeah, it was fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, and I do encourage everyone to to listen to the show and listen to Jake. Um, and because it, it, it's so important and without him being the face of January 6th, his message uh, wouldn't be getting as far as it is. And his message will get far if you listen to his show. Uh, and they're all, you know, he, uh, Chawa, can you pull up uh, the title of the episode you're working on? How much like, time has he got left? These titles are, are in, in, incredible. Um, I don't have a, it's not published yet, but the one I'm working on is he's got what, 40, yeah, 44, 44 months again, 41 months. 41 months, yeah. So, so, so time like, served, time served was a year before too, or no? He had time served. It was like 11, well, I think it was about just short of a year. 11, 11 So months. what's he got left? About a year left? Uh, Yeah, I believe about a year left. Yeah. So hold on. This photo right here is something that I want to talk about of Jake. And uh, this is what I was talking about. Like you see Jake, and Jake doesn't look – as Antifa-y as these two guys over here. Right, right. But it almost looks like he is because of what he's wearing. And I get that's what he's been doing for a while. And the optics of this right. do not look good. Now, what I want to know is, do you know who either of these two characters are and if they have been arrested or if they're in jail? Now, I... Because that's, that's a pretty telling sign to me if Jake is the only one in jail out of these three photos. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, can, I, I have no idea about What it. would you say that sign is? That Jake is definitely not... He's being persecuted big time when he's, he's, he's not part of... He was manipulated by these people. Yeah, he was manipulated, which, which many... He's like people, a fall guy. Yeah, exactly, and, and a very easy fall guy. It's a, it, you know, it's, he, a, it's a very easy fall guy for them to pick out. Um, and that's why a lot... But that, when I say the optics of it, when the public looks at this, like, I don't know Jake personally. If I didn't meet you guys personally, right. if I didn't hang out with especially Bert or Chadwick, I should say, I wouldn't know Jake as a human being. I would just see the optics. Right. Okay. Right. And and, and it doesn't look good. Like he 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 looked like a bunch of Antifa characters. We know John, John uh, Jonathan Sullivan was there with There's CNN. Antifa there. Antifa 100%. was definitely there. Yeah. And and the way it's framed, knowing what we know about J Six and how it was a setup, it makes it look like Jake was one of them. And that's that's what I think your your biggest challenge. And this is why I'm excited to have you on the show. And I, and I I'm I'm a big believer in doing your own research and thinking for yourself. And if new information presents itself, then then you need to be able to change your opinion. And I, I commend you guys for doing this because it's not an easy job. Yeah. It's not an easy job to come in and try to change people's point of view or perspective. Right. We we've been doing it forever about everything, I mean, everything. let alone <laughs> let alone one of your friends. Yeah. Let alone one of your friends. And uh, it, it's got to be pretty tough. And well, I mean, they, well, driving home, put it this way, we're driving home, and I'm looking how quickly he was the face of, of this day. And um, there's memes of him from all over. He was on South Park. Yeah, yeah, we saw he was a Simpson character. You know, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, I feel bad. You know, like, I hope Jake doesn't see this. You know, I kind of feel bad for him. If he, He's getting made fun of. I think cops, could, does he get copyright? Well, and, they're, and they're, you know, making money off off the likes of, yeah, of his image. Yeah, it's messed up. Yeah. Uh, well, he should get compensated for that. 
Absolutely, he should. Absolutely. But as I'm thinking that, literally that thought, like, man, I feel bad, like seeing because it was not stopped, like it was heavy all over every. You can, you can. Yeah, they used his likeness. He he starts laughing. Dude, look at this, and it was the exact meme I was looking like. Oh, dude, I hope Jake doesn't see this. Like, dude, this is freaking (laughs) hilarious, you know? And he just had a good sense of humor about it. He's like, dude, I can't believe. He's like, yesterday nobody knew my name. Today, like, the whole world is talking about me. He's like, this is nuts. He's like, this is knucking futz. That's his his word. I used to say knucking futz all the time. That's hilarious. You know, go ahead, Marcus. You know, um, you know, as 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 wise I describe Jake, you know, um, perhaps perhaps he was a little naive about his sur- surroundings, being someone that doesn't judge, you know, gives everyone an equal mm-hmm. uh, kind of, uh, you know, landscape. Um, also, I know um, from from stories that, you know, uh, he had no fear of the F going to go visit the FBI when others said, no, no, they're going to, they're going to arrest you. They're going to trick you when you go in. So he, he treated everyone very equally. So um, in terms of, you know, optics looking bad, this whole event and most events as everyone listening to the show and you guys know are meant to confuse us. Right. Mm -hmm. So psychological operations. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, aside from, that image looking like there's Antifa. I mean, there was a lot going on. There was probably a lot of plants, uh, whether FBI, uh, you know, bad actors, mm-hmm. you name it. And I, I know I'm preaching to the choir here. So um, I just think he was in the right place at the right time. Uh, it, it fell right into it. Um, they probably were watching him because as Chadwick said, it wasn't a kind of a surprise that he showed up to the Capitol in this crazy outfit. He was doing this months, uh, months, uh, days and days leading up to January 6th. Yeah, he ever was since a lot the of events. There was, right, there was a right. lot of events. So, you know, it was just like, oh, okay, we're going to go to the main Capitol now with the president mm-hmm. speaking. And uh, it was just a perfect storm to, Had, for them to use, for them to use his image as the face of it. Also completely. It, it was set up perfectly. Right. It broad was, brush yeah. over the whole QAnon thing. Uh, just, you know, the, the whole thing. So, um, but oh, it, it, and that's why I say it, it kind of works to to everyone's he, his I, advantage. I unfor- unfortunately, I know he's your friend, but this event drastically hurt the Q movement, in my opinion, uh, in a public sphere for the normies. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not the people who actually read the boards and understand what Q is, and they they know that even if even even if the even though the media is framing like, no no I, I, don't, I don't think so at all. I think the fact that Trump didn't become president hurt the Q movement. Not yet. Well, well no. I, I think the event hurt the Q movement either way. I, yes. I, I agree. Oh, that, I, oh but absolutely. I, I, uh, but the it, way they framed him as like the Q shaman. Sure. I think, sure. I think. I think. Like for a normie, when you bring up Q, the first thing they think of, they think of Jake. They they think of crazy. Like I'm out here wearing face paint, screaming and yelling, screaming about all this crazy. The JFK Jr. All these things that Q has never said, and they use in the media. That, that's good, man. That, that's okay for Any, now. It's a uh, bad thing for now. Yes, yeah, no, for now it is. I agree. But, but they gave him such a big platform by doing that. When mm-hmm. he comes out and he gra- is able to speak for himself, and it's not just me that nobody knows about trying to run around. No, no, I yeah. can't get my word out. And when he, they start listening to him speak, and they're like, whoa. Everyone's waiting to hear this, like, oh, the short bus writer that, that's, that's wearing no shirt. Definitely. And mm-hmm. then he comes out speaking this, like, whoa. Does he have an Instagram page now or no? Can you start one for him? Uh, yeah, we can start one for him. Where, yeah. you, where he can send you letters and you can post the letters on there or whatever platform that's you want to post on. That's a great idea because he hold you know they hold hold his mail and you know that's that, part of the psychological a, breakdown mm-hmm, there. Yeah. That's any jail, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah that, that's a great idea. Wait, that's here, actually guys, a great idea. I'm gonna play a little clip because 
to is go to a market. If you email it to me, I could play it. For no, Logan. this is this is only in this uh, phone. Okay, right now. Um, and because I could screen share, it'd be tough to to show it on the screen for the audience. Yeah, uh, I can share this with you. It's a small little clip, if you want. But, but let's see if they can hear it. Can you hear it? Could you guys hear that? Yeah, we can hear that. Yeah. Right, let's just play a little something. Um, see, to go to what Mark was saying before I played this, he mentioned how his fearlessness and his not worrying what people think and his willingness just to just speak. You know what I mean? Uh, and as you can tell by the way he's dressed, you know, he obviously did not care what people think. He had a a, a certain personality that allowed him to to be obviously where he was. Now he um, when he found out. The FBI, well, he was a person of interest by the FBI. We're on the way home. And I tell you what, his phone was blowing up. How everyone got his n- uh, number, I don't know. But from at all the media, CNN, N- NBC, BBC, you know, all over the, the world, they're calling him. And one of the reporters said, hey, you know, you're a, a suspect. You're a one suspect by the FBI. He said, no, I didn't know that. He said, like, well, what are you going to do? He's like, well, I, I guess I'll call him after I hang up with you. And when he said that, I was like, Jake, um, if you're going to do this without a lawyer, uh, allow me to record everything. He said, yeah, I was actually going to ask you if you record it. So during this, um, he starts red-pilling the FBI. You know, he's, he's so, he starts telling the FBI how corrupt the FBI is and how James Comey got a lot of you guys endangered. And, and you know, I was just thinking about that while, while you guys were talking. I, I pulled this little clip I was about to put on YouTube. It's, this is unreleased, right? You never played this over the internet? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is pretty cool. Let's hear it. it. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. If, if you want, I could put it, I could play the whole video on the screen. If you just email it to me, I'll put it up on the whole screen. So everybody can see it. I'm just going to keep it uh, uh, yeah. on my phone. No, but let's play the That's audio. Fun. You guys will have the audio here. And, and this is going to be released, though. Really put a lot of FBI agents in harm's way because he was a corrupt mofo at the top of the FBI pyramid trying to corrupt the rest of the FBI pyramid. You know, and, and so to me, I look at this whole situation and I say to myself, what kind of man would I be? What kind of patriot would I be? What kind of warrior, what kind of shaman would I be if I just stayed in Arizona? If I just, you know, continue to just even just go to the Capitol in Arizona and rah, rah, rah. No, 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 no. If the president says we need our patriots in D.C., I'm going to D.C. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's a longer clip. Um, this that's, was this was just a, this uh, that was an hour long phone call with the FBI. And so when I seen the way that they um, lied during the first three hearings, because it, I heard everything what they said to him during the questions when they said, "Hey, do you plan on coming at, back to the inauguration?" Um, and he says, "No, I would love to come back and see Trump be uh, reinaugurated, but uh, I don't have the funds or means to do so." Well, they said during his hearing that uh, Jake sa- said he plans on going back to see Biden get inaugurated, and he's he's going to cause harm to ha- harm to Biden. Like, what? How's he going to cause harm to Biden when he didn't even think he thought Trump was going to be reinaugurated? 
You didn't even think Biden was going to be there. So that uh, is a lie. And then B, he said he was going to be there because he didn't have the funds or means to even get there. That's a lie. And, and then said they also said he could raise large sums of money. He literally just said he doesn't have the funds or means to do. That's like three lies in one sentence. And this mm-hmm. is what nonstop. So I'm calling Al Watkins very upset. The lawyer like, dude, what? are you not going to speak up? Well, like, has, he, has he fired Al Watkins yet? Oh yeah, he got fired. Like I think it was like. How did he get the twenty five grand a month? Did he, did he get crowdfunding? Week, like, a week, a week, or twenty five? Yeah. How, how how did he how did he come up with that kind of cheddar? Because that's not fucking easy, man. I couldn't come up with twenty five grand right now if I needed a guy to cover me. Yeah, he didn't have. Uh, okay, you guys are gonna get all the exclusives. I love Might it. As well. I, I guess I, we're I, asking. I, we might yeah, be asking. He, he, start, he started OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, he started an OnlyFans. <laughs> interview me, like a good interview. You know, I, I, I interview a lot of people, but I just talk about you know different Damn. stuff. Yeah, well, I, I told you when you were gonna come on. Like, I, I we're gonna ask you some questions because I want to. I want to hear about this. Like, we we're very knowledgeable about what's going on and optically inside the community i'm asking the questions that the community wants to hear like everybody posts about jake i see in the community and it's all negative stuff that he's controlled out this that and the other so you know him personally what so this be- is messed what, up. yeah what what better way to get that to, to find out the truth because that's what we're here for like I, I don't i don't care about any narrative we know the mainstream media lies constantly we know that they, they have an agenda we know that the government has an agenda and you happen to know the guy personally so let's let's find out and get to the the truth of the matter and james i don't say this uh this is honest truth i'm the only one that can give you any of these answers the well, only one even more uh god bless his mom you know that's the closest per- i won't say that i'm closer than his mom but the answers that you want to know i'm the only one that mm-hmm. knows so yeah how did he how did he come up with this kind of money to pay for the lawyer so this is a messed up story you guys ready for it yeah i'm ready yeah so He's sitting there right with no funds, no one, a lawyer that's charging him, racking up the deal saying, hey, I'm going to do it, but dude, you owe me your life pretty much, right? Like this is racking up. No one else is going to help you. You know, we, and so he brings in this film guy, right? This like producer person, some big shot that and I don't want to talk bad about this guy because um, I don't. I just, talk bad. just tell the truth about him. I just chose not to do work with him. I'll just say that. But he brings in this guy, and then this guy brings in like the, the head head guy of the whole entire production company. You know what I mean? And that guy comes in and has a meeting that says, hey, um, you owe a lot of money, and it's going to be millions of dollars, right? If you want this paid, um, we need to use your likeness and everything about it, blah, 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 blah. You got to you guys sell your rights, right? So is that how South Park and these companies were able to use his image and things like that? That's a very good, uh, that's plausible. They could be working together. You know, I, I, it's all, I, Hollywood's all connected. They're all it's, connected. It's all fucking connected. When it gets to the top like that. Yeah, no, well, we know the Simpsons are heavily involved. Matt, Matt Groen is, so is a you, Freemason. I, I doubt they're that stupid that all these guys would be so publicly and commercially using his image, right? That kind of does make sense, James. Well, that's the only thing that would make sense if he's, if he's, they're, they're, they're putting his image out there on these shows with. Well, it's a good thing he could revamp himself and create a new image that he could sell. So it, it doesn't have to be a bad thing, but you know what? If they did it to him, to a, got some man to sign a contract while he was in solitary confinement over eight months, over six months, over twelve so, days. I mean, what, 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 under duress, dude. That's in that. That's fucking horrible. 
Yeah, That's well, what, like, yeah, uh, it's terrible conditions, and they're doing it to so many J6. And uh, he believes signing that, otherwise he's going to spend minimum for one of his charges, 20 years minimum. You know what I mean? So he's like, oh my God. And he's in solitary. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's that's a rough. They presented him a light at the end of the so, tunnel. And he's like, I, so, I I can see light. I need, I want to take it. Let me ask you, what to, at what point in his time in prison did this production company approach him? I would, I, I couldn't give a direct answer, but I could say when someone started trying to reach out to me, uh-huh. it would probably be... Uh, around this time uh, last year. And he got arrested how many months after January 6th? Months? Yeah. How many days? Oh, it was days. He was the he, first one. Oh, was he really? Okay. That, that wasn't arrested at, on the spot. Okay. He got, it was that the next morning. He didn't even see his mom. She, wow. she didn't even wake up. He was already gone to see, because see, we had an event at our own Capitol. He was there mm-hmm. every single day. And you know, everyone was excited to see Jay come home. They saw him on TV, like, dude, what? And you know, he's gonna come and speak at the Capitol. And so he told the officer that he said, Hey, I I, I would love to be there at, at noon, like you asked, but I have an event, you know, I'm speaking at at the Capitol. And they're like, Well, can you do it at 8 a.m.? He's like, uh, uh, can we just do it Monday morning? <laughs> you know, he's, and like, uh, hey, just do it eight o'clock. We'll have you out by for your event at noon. And so he went there at eight o'clock and never walked out. And in my heart, I felt like he, I gave him like the biggest hug when he walked out. I said, Hey, I know people are going to be saying a lot of bad things about you. Cause I could already see the way he was treated on the way home. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't care what anybody says about you. I know who you are and I won't stop fighting for you. I knew he wasn't, wasn't coming. And how long have you known Jake? I've known him for several years. You know, Jake's hard to miss. He's, he's, he's an local activist in Arizona, you know, that's been fighting this corruption. He's been speaking bravely against child trafficking. Arizona is one of the largest. Second in the world. Second yeah, in the is, world. Is. No name McCain. No very, name McCain. Very heavily involved. And the reason why Arizona is one of the, the, the largest places. Very outspoken speaking. Like some of the stuff you'd be saying against calling out politicians and malls and like known like facilities that have like maybe underground tunnels where kids go missing a lot. He was really putting it out there like that, like you get banned right away online. He was putting it out there on a bullhorn dressed like that. And let me clear something up for everyone, anybody that's listening to your show mm-hmm. more than you guys. And I'm sure you'd love hearing this, but a lot of people look at Jake afterwards and they'll tell me, you know, him dressing like that really didn't help his cause. It didn't help him achieve what he was trying to do. And I look at them and said, how do you know what he was trying to do? You know what I mean? Because what he was trying to do, what it was doing for him was is achieving exactly that. And so let me tell you exactly what it was. It was brilliant. It's admirable. Just for the same reason, something he would call disrupting the neural logistics or um, neural, neural, um, you know, your your neural way of thinking. And just for the same way, like when you pass by and you see an old '54 Chevy truck, it's called your your NLP, neurolinguistic programming. There you go. Exactly, brother. And it, it's, it's something different than you Nick see know that. every single day. It's not the normal, every single car that you see normally. It's like, whoa, look at that old car from back in the day. And maybe you stop and talk to the guy that's standing out with his hand on it and say, hey, man, nice truck. Uh, you know, where'd you get it? It just starts a conversation, you know? And, and then he starts saying, oh, yeah, man, I've had this. You know, my dad and I worked on it or whatever it may be. It starts a conversation. Well, he looks so different 
like I told you guys, I was there. So many people stopped. Hey, can me and my kids take a picture with you? Single moms or whoever, you know, they just, or even just single women. Hey, you know, can I take a picture with you? You know, men, grown men, just, hey, dude, that's cool. You look like a barbarian warrior. Like, can I get a picture with you? You know what I mean? And and then they'll sit, sit, look at him like, hey, man, what's, Q sent me. What, what, who's Q? You know what I mean? And I started this conversation. Well, you know, it's some of the highest uh, forms of, of uh, government of our uh, intelligence agencies telling us about the stuff going on. And, you know, human trafficking is a real problem here in Arizona. And you, did you know, uh, you know, Arrowhead Mall, they have these underground tunnels. And it just started. Like, you guys get videos of those tunnels? Are there videos of the underground tunnels in that mall? Yes, there are. I, I believe so. You know, I haven't dug so much into, into the Arrowhead Mall. Um, but a lot of people have in Arizona. There's symbolism, um, traffic symbolism, all over that mall. It's it's ridiculous. You know, so, you know, he, he, he was able to accomplish what he was trying to do. It might be not what that person, look at him saying, man, that's not what I would do. So that, that wouldn't accomplish what you would do just like that. You yeah, know, he, he was just, out there looking weird. He had an eccentric way of expressing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I get that. I used to, I, I, I used to get a, a bright-ass orange hat from Cabela's when I was in high school, just to stand out, like yeah. just to fucking be a dick. Wow, that's the same. That's exactly yeah. the same. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great, great, great addition. Good story. To be different. You know, he, that. Just he also peacocking. Already, you know, what, what was that? Just peacocking, you know? Peacocking it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he also had a YouTube channel, uh, you know, uh, before all this, I, I believe the name was Shaman Starseed uh, or Starseed Academy, excuse me, Starseed Academy. And, um, you know, he talks about the, you know, his uh, shaman uh, teachings and whatnot. Um, so he, he's a very intriguing person. And uh, I, I, I do agree with Chadwick that the platform that he has now, because of what has happened, unfortunately, right? Oh, unfortunately, it's right. It's um, so, much bigger. Yeah. So, so, hear what he has, has so to say. exactly. And really, this is just about silencing uh, because they did the same, you know, they did the same thing to uh, Austin Steinbart when he had a message, they put him in prison and they tried, you know, they wouldn't let him use the internet. Uh, when Jake gets out and he will get out and he speaks for himself, the world will then know exactly who Jake is and his intentions. And, and people will make judgments on their, uh, you know, They'll make the judgment for themselves based on the words from the horse's mouth. I believe it's going to happen before he gets out. I, I, us getting more traction coming on shows like you. Absolutely. The more Definitely. work that you do, you, the more messages, that, the more people's ears that you'll reach a thousand percent. And I, I think that that idea that Nick presented, just having write letters to you guys and yeah. post it on Instagram, and that's the only content that he put out there, like just his that's letters. That's a beautiful yeah. idea. Just, yeah. to, just yeah. so his voice could get out there uh, if they're going to block him from calling into the show. Even if he, he's allowed to call back and you should still do that. I think it's a great idea uh, so people get kind of find out who he is as a person. But my next question is he went out there as a, a big Q advocate and word on the, yeah. when, when everything, when he took his plea deal and everything happened, he came out and he denounced Q. No, no, he didn't. You and, didn't hear that out of his words. Maybe you heard his lawyer say that. And right? I, well, that, that that's that's what I want to get, get get an answer from you. Maybe you have some information on this because this is what we were hearing on our end that he was denouncing Q and right. and stepping away from the movement, and that was uh, he didn't want anything to do with it. So what 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 do you have to say? Uh, do you know anything about his thought process on that? Absolutely. Um, 
he he absolutely backs up Q. He didn't never say anything like that. His lawyer was trying to push that narrative real hard. I could believe that. I and kept, kept saying a bunch of stuff and putting out these. In fact, there was there were so many articles. The short bus article, I think it was probably the, that about denouncing Q. I think denouncing Trump. He like mm-hmm. there's that denouncing. Yeah, LJ was part of Q and Trump. Like yeah. he had to denounce Q and, and Trump. And yeah. I brought that straight to him. Like literally that next morning when he called me, I was like, "Hey, dude, what's this article?" He's like, "What the denouncing Trump?" And I was like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "Dude, freaking Al Watkins. This dude keeps on putting out." articles in my name that i have no idea about i did not say that i i love trump you know he, he's got so much on his plate i respect the man you know uh yeah, same thing for q um he, he well, backs on everything he's I mean, i'll tell you i'll tell you i'll tell you it would go a long way for uh like if he can write those letters like those are listen things to my that, podcast yeah listen yeah that's, podcast. yeah that, that's it then go yeah, yeah we got to get the people to listen to him actually talk uh especially those earlier episodes that he's on you can go to forbidden truthpodcast.com and listen to uh there the episode go. that he has recorded from prison yeah, perfect and, and no, what's, the, what's the telegram for the forbidden truth because he has he, yeah what's the te- we'll, we'll link all of that at the end of the it, episode for everybody to click in the in the description but tell everybody yeah it's forbidden truth.chat yeah he made a link Forbidden Truth chat in your browser will take you straight to uh, the Telegram. Awesome. We're, awesome. Do, we're doing live chats on Telegram, just answer, letting people come in and just ask all, any question they wanted. Hey, what does your tattoo mean? What is this? What, what is that? And he was answering while he was in in prison. But but go to ForbiddenTruthPodcast.com and listen to the episodes of of Jake himself. And um, and also uh, to your point uh, with the letters, Jake also wrote letters himself that um, actually Chadwick read on stage during a uh, fundraiser that oh. his mom held. So that'd be a cool thing too, because uh, those those letters yeah, were, were super uh, deep and in, in touch. I would yeah. start those in, the Instagram channel with those letters themselves and then get him to write you some new ones to continue those letters and, and build on it where he's at today mentally. Like being in solitary confinement, like that's very mentally challenging and a lot of people don't do well with being, you know, hopefully he's got a, li- a little light and window. It's not completely dark because uh, that would be even worse. You know, I, I told you guys that I, I saw how someone would act a month, two months after solitary confinement. Well, Jake, um, after not speaking to him some time, I, I was over at his mom's house. He was on the phone right before that um, plea bargain. And I, I was expecting to hear someone that was really not doing well in the head. Mm-hmm. And he jumped up. His mom uh, answered the phone and said, hey, I have someone here. I have Chadwick. And his voice totally changed. What? Chadwick? Oh, well, please put on speaker. Put on speaker. He got so excited. And so she puts on speaker. He's like, hey, man. I was like, how you doing? You know, I, you know, I, 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 and I told him now, I was, I was expecting, you sound so good. I was expecting you to be, you know, not so well, you know, well, well spoken. And, and, you know, how the way you're speaking, he's like, listen, there's different mineral, minerals and rocks and, and different types, you know, um, uh, of rocks and minerals that combust under pressures and immense pressures. But there's these diamonds, that, the, these super diamonds that no matter amount of pressure, no, no matter amount of, of strength or whatever they encounter, they not only never break or bust, or, um, but they get shinier and they're better than ever when they come out. He said, I'll be, I'm a super diamond. And when he said that, I knew this man is not going to get broken. No matter what he's going to go through, he saw a light at the end of the tunnel. He knew that, hey, I'm looking, they're trying to do everything they can to me. They can say whatever they want. I know who I am. And who he is, 
is, is, a, is not only a patriot, but he's a, a military veteran, a Navy veteran who was honorably discharged for refusing the anthrax vaccine. You know, this is, this is a good man that thinks for himself and makes uh, his own judgment, not just with the flock or the sheep, you know. Mm-hmm. Although on that day, they made him look like he was part of the sheep, even though he was. They did a good job of it. They did leading. a good job of it. So yeah. so what I would do, actually, well, you, that was that was actually very well put. Have you guys thought about finding out who those two guys were next to him in that photo? Because I think that would go a yes. long way if you find out who they are. And if they're in prison, if they're getting the same, because they should be getting the same treatment that 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 Jake is getting, if 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 they were not planted there. Yes, and I gotta say, um, we we spoke bad. I I didn't. Um, um, James spoke badly of Wano Saban. Hey, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm not a fan. I, not I disagree, a fan. but I gotta say, he's helping big time right now. And if I identifying those two people right now, and a whole bunch of other people what? before it calling anybody else bad. Why? I told him, you're not allowed to tell anyone they're bad until they act, we find out. Why, that they why, why did Juan tell us that at the Patriot Double Down that there was going to be a major arrest happening at the end of the month, which was, uh, it was October 21st was when the event was happening. And he said, by the end of the month, some major arrests that are going to change the world are going to happen. This is what he said at the event. And he brought a dress that was the dress that Melania was wearing. But come to find out, I was sitting down having food at the, uh, at the at the table with the girl who found the dress at Saks Fifth Avenue, bought it, and and 107 flew them out with the dress. It wasn't even Melania's dress. Yeah. Like, why go through all that trouble and why make these predictions if like it makes no fucking sense to me? I don't I don't trust well, any of that. Yeah, yeah. For you and I, see, I don't through, trust through any of that. Like, that. like I said, what I seen before even meeting him and knowing him, I was like, this is a good hype man for for the average person. You know what I mean? It's normies, like old ladies in their seventies, love him. Like uh, Garrett, Garrett, Garrett's aunt loves Wallace <laughs> Avenue, like Charlie Ward, and all these fucking uh, girls. Charlie Parks. Like yeah, Garrett's aunt loves them. Uh, I can't stand any of them. Um, I, I gotta say, hey, Wano Saban texts me every single day now, and I gotta say. Get in to know him. He's a pretty cool guy. That's what Dave. That's what Dave. That's what Dave said from the Patriot Double Down. He said the same thing because I was, like I said, I was very vocal at the Patriot Double Down that I was like, "Yo, I do not trust this guy." I said it to Dave. I said it to QAnon John. I said it to um, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, the the media lady. uh, What's her name? Um, I know who you're talking about. Starts with a V. Oh, I can't believe I forgot her name. Yeah, I know who you're talking um, about. But, but I agree with you. I was very vocal. I was like, yo, I don't I don't That's trust this guy. I, I still I don't trust the guys. And then he and then I watched I went out, I, I watched Juan speak with Dave, who's QAnon John's uh right hand guy. And I was telling him I was like, yo, I don't buy anything. And he was trying to tell me, he's like, I felt the same way until we went out to dinner with him. We hung out with him. I was like, still don't trust him, dude. I still don't trust him. But the people I was sitting with at the table with, where I just came from in Texas, dude, mm-hmm. they're real deal. Like Phil Waldron, Colonel Phil Waldron, and, and so many of those guys. Like I, I couldn't believe I was sitting. He, he welcomed me into that table because uh, he knows he spoke badly about Jake with prematurely. Listen, you know? listen. I I'm I'm open to be proven wrong, but as of right now, based on the information that I have, I yeah. can't I can't trust the guy. Um, I would love to be proven wrong. I hope I hope that. The predictions. 
the things that he's saying come true at some point. His new, the new date that we're talking about, or that he just told me. See, I don't, I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> I don't go. even want to hear it. Here we go. <laughs> this is day. exactly what I'm talking about, the new date. And then we're going to literally, oh, everybody's going to go, oh, here's the date. And then it's going to come and go and be like, oh, you guys are wrong again. Here you go. Yeah, no no dates on the show. Yeah, it's, so it's like done. He's talking We've about no date policy. Yeah, it's done. Trump. No date policy. Hard no date policy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, say, I want to hear what you're gonna say though. Say what you're gonna say. No, 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 it's better anyways. This is a good cutoff spot. So so what what I what I what I what I wanna end with with Jake at the end of the day, what's happening to him, he doesn't deserve. No one deserves just for walking. I mean, did he hurt anybody? Exactly. He didn't hurt anybody. Nobody deserves that. And exactly. no American citizen. Yes. I mean, it's an egregious yes. uh, no, no, no. violation of his rights. R- regardless of how yeah. you feel about he him. He was invited in. Yeah, he was invited in. And, I mean, and, I would I would have ran this shit right I, to the fucking I, right I the hope, court. I hope some of this information enlightened people to the person Jake is, because uh, I know it did for me. Meeting, oh meeting. for sure. I mean, you guys spoke to his character. I mean, yes, we yes. now know he, who he Chadwick, is. No, knowing Chadwick, I've spent a lot of time with Chadwick, and it's funny that I never, I'll never forget it because when we met at the Patriot Double Down. Uh, I walked up to him and his setup was so sick. I was like, dude, and I literally had one solo mic and like I was holding a mic, passing it back and forth. It was like such a, a, a MacGyvered setup. And I was, I literally sent you guys a picture of their setup as inspired. I was like, look at what these guys got. Yeah. So I sent oh, it back okay. home. And, uh, the first thing, like we started talking, we started getting together and he goes, and we start, and, and I'm like, oh, I'm James. He's like, I'm, uh, I'm Bert. And we, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm friends. He's like, do you know, uh, uh, Jake Angeli, I was like, who's that? He's like the Q shaman. I was like, oh yeah, that kid's an idiot. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's my best friend. And, and 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 getting to know Chadwick and and asking, I've been asking these questions from from Jump Street. Like I was not shy about about asking it. And what I loved about Chadwick, he was not shy about answering. He never shied away from any of the questions, and he gave me valid answers and and great 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 responses every single time. And it really kind of opened my eyes and. I, I think about myself, like maybe I wouldn't be wearing uh, face paint and, and a hat. But if like if I was there, I might I might have walked in there as well and, and walked into the Senate chambers. Like I was calling you guys like, yo, they're going into the Capitol. Like, what are they doing? Like, I was trying to call all you guys like this is crazy. I remember that day vividly. So I, I, I at the end of the day, he does not deserve. No one deserves Jeremy Brown as well. Our good friend of the show is called in from prison. There's so many people. Jake Lang. Jake, yeah, yeah, Jake Lang, the, the, the guy, Matthew, who ended up killing himself Perna. because, yeah, Matthew Perna, because because uh, of the persecution that he was. It's disgusting. It's No one deserves this. No one. It's and, terrible. They're political prisoners. That's They're, right. And I was just going to say he's nonviolent, right? He went in there and said a prayer. In fact, there, that video that came out on The New Yorker, he went in went up to the top and you know to the chamber and he started a prayer and then he stopped himself took his horns off put it on his heart and 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 started over and started reciting the prayer so he didn't do anything violent uh he went in there with a toy uh you know spear flagpole and it dressed uh eccentrically and uh, and he's being treated like he's a violent criminal the way i saw that prayer if you guys know if you were there anybody that was there that day knows how crazy it was, it was kind of chaotic you know for, for him to be in the spot he was and have the clarity and thought to be a leader while everyone's rummaging through 
um, desk and papers. He didn't care about that stuff. He had the opportunity to do what he was there for. He walked up to where the president of the chambers presided and said a prayer, over, asked everyone in that room to bow their heads and take their hats off and then said a prayer. And that whole room stopped for a moment. Like in that chaos, to be able to conduct yourself in such manner and have such leadership to say, hey, let's pray and say that prayer and, and literally say, hey, I don't normally do this, but can you take a picture of me? Like I, I'm, I'm at like where I'm at, you know, and, and got a picture there. does a little flex. And, and it was cool, man. They, they, the way he wrote on, on Mike Pence's paper that he was checklisting all off on, uh, who was calling to object to, to it. He, he, he wrote, it's only a matter of time justice is coming and you know they they try to hit him so hard with that saying that it was a threat yeah. to mike pence and no 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 it wasn't it was a promise it was a spiritual promise to everybody in that building everybody in government doesn't even stop what's coming yeah mm-hmm. just like the other side of his sign said one side said q sent me and the other side said hold the line patriots god wins and in that moment jake was the calm in the storm yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Say that? Absolutely. So, like I said, Jake does not deserve what's happening to him. It's it's really sad what's happening to all the January 6th Patriots. But the next thing I want to talk about with you guys, I want to kind of shift gears a little bit. Let's do it. Uh, because this is a really fun topic me and, me and Chadwick had a conversation with last time he was in Vegas. And it's the, the Internet Bill of Rights. This is something that you guys are fighting hard for and, and talking about a lot on your show. And I think I think it's 100% necessary and a lot of people get nervous when you say the the Internet Bill of Rights are like, oh, we don't need the government to get involved. And I think I think to myself, I'm like, well, that's the exact opposite of what the Bill of Rights are. The Bill of Rights are there to keep the government in check right. to make sure that they don't get involved. And and that's what's happening on the Internet now. The government's trying to heavily overreach and, and steal our da- data and do so much stuff like look what just happened with TikTok. All the news that just that just broke about TikTok, and uh, what was the news that China is using America's America's data and going into people's phones? Oh, that's news! I thought Imagine my surprise! Uh, uh, no, a recording got released. A recording, a record, a, a, a total stuff. <laughs> Wait, was that was that the James O'Keefe seven p.m.? I don't know if it was James O'Keefe, but an audio recording came out. Breitbart broke the story. Uh, okay. Audio recording came out of executives inside of TikTok at China uh, of them talking about how they were taking U.S. Well, data. Wow. Uh, it's we, something that we knew, but now it's it's now it's now. But it's here's now. the thing: so talking about the the Internet Bill of Rights, comparing it to the Bill of Rights that we have now, which designed to limit government, right? So the Internet Bill of Rights is it going to limit government, or is it limiting the tech companies, or both, or you know how does a combination of both? I want you to answer yeah. this, but let me let me open up with something. And, and to just sure. what you said right there, it's going to extend our Bill of Rights to the Internet. But um, uh, okay. let me um, go ahead and say, we, I came across when I was doing the report, you know, back then, I found Jake. Another person I found that was steadily out there was a, a man named Jerome Davison, an ex-NFL football player. And he was showing up, showing up speaking. And so I followed around. And through time, he had um, a same message, which was Internet Bill of Rights. 
and Marcus, can you speak about both Drone, who's been insane? He's got a bunch yeah. of Drone, and then uh, of course Internet Bill of Rights. Yeah, definitely. So uh, we're actually here in Vegas uh, th- this weekend uh, or this week because Drone's uh, speaking at uh, an event. Uh, oh, I'll be there. That we're all going to tomorrow, and he's uh, a c- congressional candidate. He's running for Congress in Arizona for CD four. Um, and his platform, he's running on the platform Internet Bill of Rights, and his website, drone, uh, drone for, uh, for Congress.com, droneforcongress.com, uh, it's unlike any site you've ever seen. It's, it's, I mean, it, every, your whole audience will be blown away when you go to this website and you, sure. you, look what, you look at what's on the site. And if so, you want to know the Internet Bill of Rights, you will find out everything on droneforcongress.com. But go ahead and tell them about Yeah, so there, there's a few ten- tenants to the Internet Bill of Rights. So I, like we're talking about censorship, something we all uh, have experienced and know dear, we, right? We get, we get crushed. It, we get crushed. And, you know, right now, um, uh, you know, it's the public square. You can't run a business in 2022 without the Internet, just like you can't run a business without a telephone or, you, you know, the, the Internet itself. So or gas or water. Right. And and basic utilities. Exactly. And the gas Mm -hmm. company doesn't turn off your gas because they don't like your politics. And and the water company doesn't turn off your water because they don't like your politics. Imagine Verizon shut off your phone because you were talking (laughs) like we were having a conversation, the three of us. Or I called Anthony and we have a full episode on on the phone because we're just talking for an hour and a half gang banging on the government because there's so many things going on. Uh, imagine they shut your cell phone service off because you were having those kinds of conversations. It'd be ridiculous. That's right. And uh, as Jerome says, you know, this is the United States of America. You know, our free speech uh, does not stop at the Internet. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's obviously something very important. And, uh, you know, we have the First Amendment. And again, it's something that doesn't translate right now to uh, the digital space. So that's, uh, you know, censorship. That's one aspect. Another aspect is uh, the right to data. You know, all our data is being sold to a degree that we don't even uh, really uh, trillions, understand. Trillions of and, dollars right, right. So there has to be something where we're being compensated, right? Uh, we're being compensated for all this data being sold about us. You are. You're, you're, you're getting used to platforms for free. Well, when you Google, that, you get it for free. Buy a cyclopedia and start Googling shit. That's true. The, the, you the, the, Google. the terms and service, it, you're absolutely right uh, on that. Uh, but it, it, it's a lot. If you, get, if you get enough people together and boycott it or start your own business, then fucking do it. Right. Well, it's a lot. You know, that's true. I'm a capitalist at heart. So I, I believe that. Uh, but there's a little the, I, and I believe in capitalism. There's a little bit of a more nefarious angle to it here. And this leads to what yeah. the Internet Bill of Rights protects as kind of the, the third tenant. And that is uh, these tech companies, as they're gathering all this data on us, right, um, they are actually developing programs. And there's technology right now coming out of like a missile that is able to read your mind, put mm-hmm. a- advertisements in your head, just like how your phone, everyone's dealt with it now as a conspiracy five years ago. I, I have one on video that I did yesterday. Me and Justin from Cannabis and Combat are starting to do YouTube-friendly content. And we went to a pizzeria and filmed, filmed a, a whole review in the pizzeria. And I was talking about how I wanted to get an ice bath, like bucket, so I could sit in an ice bath. So we just went to the gym. And you get an ad. And I had an ad a second later. And I literally was like, look, we were talking about it. Look, here it is. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, well, well, it's awesome. Yeah, it's it awesome, but but is it awesome if it's if it's now being uh, without your permission being thrown into your head and things being advertised uh, uh, on you? Depends I'm on sure. Who's putting it in your head though? Without consent. Well, so the, these big tech companies, this is this is what they're working like, on. Uh, they're implanting something for you to make you want to buy it. 
uh, well, uh, one one at one dimension of it is advertisement. Another dimension is the complete uh, the the complete decimation of of free will, total control. Uh, have you guys heard of uh, Noah uh, Harari? No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, well, you've all know Harari. This guy is is he he speaks at the World Economic Forum. Uh, yep, all world leaders. Yep. Uh, if I saw him. his face, I might know him. Then. Right. So you already know the type of guy he is yeah. because of uh, what I just said. Right. Where where he where he speaks. I think I know what interview you're talking about. I think I know exactly what you're, I think I've shared it right. on Instagram. And, and, and yeah. it, the idea. Okay. So so I I agree. Like it is technology is exciting, and we you know I agree in capitalism, and and the idea here is that we need to make sure that we have control over this technology so it's not abused just like i mean i, I think everyone could agree here that power is abused right uh Big time. right mm -hmm. so um and it could be a very dangerous situation with this kind of uh this ai this brain interfacing technology um you know regulations for example um the way regulations work something bad happens first and then it's regulated like seatbelts, mm -hmm. right eventually sure. the government makes regulations, regulations usually suck right the problem with the AI situation and the brain interfacing technology and all this stuff going on with 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 metaverse and, and you know, all these other things um, is that uh, you don't have there's no consent. There's no consent with that. Well, you don't I, have to partake in it, though. True. But then, like for me, I don't partake take in uh, social media. I try to start a um, Liberty Report for the longest time without Facebook. I still don't really have a Facebook. My wife uses it for me but you know i, I wasn't able to grow it just i couldn't i i, I refused to use it, yeah. it and you so yeah you could just not use it and you could just suck <laughs> so <laughs> you know? so this technology right it, this technology that's being developed uh needs to be have some sort of control on it so it's not put in the wrong hands it, because if there's things happening inside your head and, and and by the way if you think this sounds crazy Right. No, you can listen to the guy on the right. World Economic Forum. Like he right. literally says World Economic Forum behind him. We know what they discuss at the World Economic Forum. We it, talk about it on this show exactly. every fucking week. Exactly. And 10 years ago, if you said you could take a piece of glass out and talk to someone halfway across the world with zero latency, you'd be like, oh, probably not. And that's we have the iPad today. So, like, it, it sounds crazy to some and maybe not to you oh, guys. Wait, so they want to, like, beam subliminal messages into people's heads. Uh, the technology is way crazier than that. that they're using. Because, I mean, I know they banned subliminal messaging. Yeah through traditional advertisement which they probably right? still do let's, I, let's I, I thought that they did i mean they probably banned it anthony but we know how uh, how the, but the then, i mean it. that's that's the that's the if other it, thing if right? it can so, be used for evil then it can be used for good for well, sure uh, but even I, the people that are go are set to control it to uh be good right like then even that is corrupted and then even you see how we have our regular Bill of Rights, right? Look what's happening with the First Amendment. Look what's happening with the Second Amendment. I mean, you know, you can go, you can go on and on. So the Tenth Amendment. It is a mess. It is a mess. Yeah. And, and I believe it'll be the Space Force that actually uh, regulates this the, the system, uh, this the cyber system, uh, Space Command, and all. You know, well, that's that, they're the are. ones that are going to eventually take over the internet and. Basically, it's like, do you want this technology in the hands of Team Satan or Team America? So um, that's the first aspect. And uh, I, I can see that. I, yeah. I, I've been saying on this show and we've been talking about Space Force. People don't realize that it's not, not a while. No, we haven't for a while, but it's not really like outer space. It's more like digital cyberspace, cyberspace kind of thing. Yeah. And that's what we've been talking about on the show for that's right. a month. Probably a combination. Yeah. Probably, it, it could be. It could Definitely be. And, and Jeff, yeah. Jeff Bezos and, and, and other, uh, you know, uh, kind of elite billionaires, uh, 
Bezos specifically, one of the things he, he's trying to do, well, whether he's done it or not, I don't know, but he's trying to clone himself. Right. It, uh, it, it, in, but 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 be surprised. in a digital in a digital like evil right? billionaire cloning yeah. himself. Like, yeah. yeah, actually, Dr. Evil. One right. And, and, and there's something called the quantum Internet. Right. And sure. and, okay. and that quantum Internet is uh, is what's coming way quicker than anyone thinks. And when the quantum Internet is something that, first of all, uh, it, it there's a philosophy to it as well. I believe we're, you know, we are, I believe the universe is the quantum internet, but you know, tapping into, tapping into that, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's where this technology becomes dangerous where, where people aren't aware. See, we're, you guys know this, we're all dumbed down uh, or, or we're not dumbed down, but they, they dumb down the public and no one knows how crazy things really are. And so things Nothing start. Surprise, would surprise me at this point. Right. Absolutely. Like you could literally right. come with the most outlandish fucking scenario. And I'd be like, yeah, that, that's, that's definitely possible. I um, wouldn't be surprised. Imagine how unfair it is if someone like Bezos is able to digitally like have multiple copies of him getting things done or just go and go out into space, unbeknownst to anyone even thinking that's even something possible. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's kind of the idea of having the space force take over the quantum internet and 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 thus, and that's kind of later. Uh, and thus uh protect against all this crazy technology that big tech obviously is mm-hmm. already abusing. Absolutely. So Bezos wants digital right. clones of himself. Do you mean in the sense that he wants to clone his consciousness on a quantum level? Correct. Saying? Correct. Uh, that's fucking crazy. Now, me and Anthony have have discussions about this all the time because uh, he makes a lot of really great points about how how great the metaverse can be and NFTs and all this technology. And Nick Nick does as well. They're both make a lot of really valid points, and we we have a lot of detailed discussions about it because it makes me very even crypto. Like all of this stuff, it's great. Like it, as long as it stays decentralized, as long as it doesn't get into the bad hands, and we've seen time and time again things fall into to greedy, wealthy. Even even if it does, though, you, the people can still use those tools as a means to gather more resources to do more good. Yeah, well, think I, of the internet. So you can look at your phone. You could use it to watch porn, child porn, whatever the fuck it is you want to watch. Or you can use it to research and learn and fucking build a house or build some. It's the duality yeah. of the internet. And, so and people talk about social media. People are like, oh my God, it's so lonely. People get bullied. Yeah, but 25 years ago, if you were alone in your room, you were alone in your room. At least now you could play PlayStation, have Twitch. You could have this whole fucking plethora of friends that you could associate with not in your school all throughout the world so you can use it for good you could use it for bad absolutely when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change oh without it i would love to fucking clone myself (laughs) (laughs) the the world doesn't need to know i don't think the world can handle it dude it definitely can handle that dude oh my goodness so so what what would be the outline for an yeah, internet, yeah. Rights. So if you go to droneforcongress.com, the outline uh, is right on there. I, how do you I'm, how do you fuck as far as Jerome? Jerome with an N. J E R O N. Old school Jerome. F O R Congress. Super clean website. Let me see here. Let's let's pull it up, James. Is this up? Is this it? Is that it? That's it. Yep, there is. All right, we're going. We're going. Should be on there. Let's see what we got here. True. There's the Internet Bill of Rights right there. Where? There's a section right right above it. it says uh 
Learn oh, here we go. Bit. Here we go. So is this it right and here? There's a video, and then there's a whole page if you hit learn, learn more. Let's go. To I learn. believe in ending censorship. I'm going to see if I can play it. We've we've had difficulty when we have guests to play video, so uh, we might not be able to hear sound. If you're listening, give us some feedback if you can hear sound. Nope, it's going through yeah, another speaker. Yeah, it's, going through speaker. it's going through a different speaker. I mean, I heard it. I heard it fine. Yeah. You want to play it? Well, oh, put the mic up to the speaker. What speaker? Did you hear it clear? Oh, I heard it pretty good. It's until, pretty you, clear, yeah. until you didn't shut the fuck up. All right, fuck <laughs> you. Make that, make that big. Make that full screen. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're a stupid cunt. Suck my dick. <laughs> All right, let's see here. One of the biggest problems that many of us are facing is internet censorship. Millions of people are being purged from we the internet. We made this video for him, too. For no good reason at all. Our elected officials have been ignoring this major issue for a long time. They think that since the big tech titans are private corporations, that they can do whatever they want. And that if we don't like it, we should start our own thing. That is a totally misguided approach. Because these tech titans are richer and more powerful than any company in the history of the world. They operate in every country. They have the power to make or break most businesses. The swing election even start wars. We cannot allow them to separate and divide us any longer. We need to level the playing field. It's time to call these social media companies what they are. Public utilities. Public utilities yep. are companies that operate at a monopoly scale because they offer services that we cannot live without. In the same way, you cannot run a business, a nonprofit, or a political campaign without electricity or a telephone. You can't run any of those things without social media in 2022. Social media is the modern day public square. It is access to the market and it is the keys to power. Barack Obama got elected because of social media. Donald Trump got elected because of social media. That's why the establishment spent the last six years doing everything they can to censor those who question them. Whether it is Russiagate, COVID, Ukraine, or January 6th. They will use any China to consolidate <laughs> power and to shut off anyone who opposes them. That's why we need to come together as Americans and put our foot down before it's too late. Enough is enough. The power company can't cut off your power because they don't like your politics. The phone company cannot cut off your telephone because they don't like your politics. So the social media companies should not be able to cancel you because they don't like your politics. They need to be legally classified as public utilities. And we need to pass an Internet Bill of Rights. Boom. One that firmly establishes our First Amendment rights into the realm of cyberspace, where we now live most of our lives. This is not North Korea. This is not China. This is the United States of America. And in this country, our right to free speech is not optional. I'm Jerome Davidson. I'm running to be your next congressman. I promise to fight tech tyranny every day. To bring freedom. Everyone show that video. Everyone show that video. I, that's a great video. I do like that I, message. I have seen that. I have seen that. Yeah. Awesome. So, so, so freedom for everyone on the internet. Yeah, and it, but even, this ped even pedophiles. The other, uh, uh, no. So no, it's just like it's just it's just no. Like, it's what someone believes in, though. Like Nambla. 
So what was the regulation on the porn? So like, so uh, so so there's an the, part part of uh, like what you're talking about is not you know you can't advocate for free speech and then and 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 ban things. Now uh, what I'm talking about is uh, let's say uh, pornography, right? Which is the the number one used uh, content on the internet. So yeah. right now there's shots, right so. now there's a lot of like hidden things in just .com. So how could one parent, for example, be confident that their their child isn't going to come across something just in porn? porn and now you get porn right or whether it whether there's something that's like you know embedded in those youtube videos that kind of like are, are twisted and yeah, just like the mouthy buddha videos right the index and and the 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 backdoor access to right things. absolutely so the solution uh one proposed uh solution to that is having anything that is pornographic in nature have a dot xxx uh, ending. So no matter what, you can just with one button ban anything that's uh, not uh, or, or that's dot .xxx. So in other words, uh, you're for just parental settings for your child. It, exactly. Like so exactly. So yeah, I like that as well. Up, yeah, I, 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 I think that's a great porn, idea. You just have to do dot yeah, So you, you put the filter in the hands of the person who's viewing. Yes. Basically. And, and the Space Force presumably would be the one that would regulate that and enforce that. Do we pay for utilities? Like, do you have everyone have to pay for electric? Yeah, under Waterville. Yeah. Uh, so we should, we should then we should essentially pay for the internet then. Well, well we, we already pay like, for the internet. No, for like we Facebook. Pay for we, 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 we should you pay for the data. Oh, yeah, so then we pay for the internet. I believe the internet should be free, but the the public utility yeah, comparison right. is is I one pay, that compares. No, so the comparison is Facebook is a public utility. Yes. Right. And then you like well, on the internet, it's a public utility, and you, like you, can't, you can't, can't do business today Verizon, without it. Verizon, Verizon is, 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 is is a company that's trying to make money, but you they cannot censor you for what you say right. on the phone. Like, Nick, we say some wild man shit on the phone. And they can't don't they, cut off your they phone don't line. cut off the cell phone. Like I'm banned from Facebook. I, I, I cannot make a Facebook. They took not only my my matrix report, like, you know, business page Facebook, which is just a hobby with a it was like a it was just an awesome mm-hmm. place to be. Um, they took away my personal uh, Facebook. They did that to me, too. And uh, without any really no warning uh, and no way to back up anything. Nope. So, like, you know, I can't participate. Not that I want to be in the metaverse, at, but like you need a Facebook to do that. Right. Yep. Yeah. I'm completely cut off from an entire, uh, you know, uh, place. Um, so, you know, like you said, the phone company can't do that. Even so though if, they're you a, if, you, if you were at a party and some kid fucking kicked you out of his house because he didn't like you and you don't like yeah. him, do you really want to go to his party? Well, that's different because that that uh, that's, that's a private a, property. Yeah, that's right? not that's not a that's not a he's not inviting like the whole world he, to his he, house. Yeah, he doesn't need that to make money or run a business like. If you they try to kick out of the media. Capitol where we do a live show every every week, I'll be pretty pissed off throwing a big deal. Like, no, this is a public place. I have the right to be here. I'm speaking my mind. And In fact, 2022, getting taken off social media is like before the internet, before the election. It's like getting a muzzle put on your I face. Know, you I, know from your life, really. I know from personal experience on social media, we have lost sponsorships because we get no viewers on our social media. We had we we no one sees our shit right. because we're so censored, we're so shadow banned. hundred and fifty fucking people yeah. see our stories. It's bullshit. It's crazy. And, and, and and for what? I don't post well, how about Bobby Sauce? I don't even post wild man shit. He gets shadow banned all the time. So does Ian Went. They get shadow banned all of the time. 
it's it, it, it's it's crazy. Anytime we post anything, just our our our, our show stuff, it gets nothing. No, maybe eight likes. It gets the least. The least. Yeah, they Before always get there. The if, if if we did things a little differently, built a, that email database up, it, communicate. It, with, I'm just telling yes, you, so, but a texting list. But social, but 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 social media should not be blocking me from doing that. Right. I have forty thousand followers on social media. Yeah. Listen, I, well, they own it. Build a fucking better social media platform. We have this debate all the time. No, they, they, they do. And they, they do this and, and intentionally, then it, James. Then they take it. Then they take it off of uh, the app store, like like Parler. They do this yeah. intentionally. They do yeah, this exactly. to demoralize exactly. you as a content creator to yes, to it's, it's to stop you. It's, they, it's, it's actually it's not just the algorithms it, and the shadow banning. It, there's a purpose yes, to, yes. to to bring you down to to bring it, your spirit down and be like, oh man, I'm not getting it's any very viewers. Frustrating. You actually are getting more viewers than they're showing you, but it, you're still being banned. No, I get people. Isn't that the section two thirty? Aren't they supposed to be like? completely objective and they're just supposed to be a platform yes. and they're not supposed to be censoring one while promoting another. That's, no. that's where the problem lies in yes. addition to just straight censorship. Yes. Yes. Because who's the guy, who's the actor with the long hair has the English accent. I forget his name right now. Uh, that guy Russell is Brand. Yeah. Russell yeah. Brand. He's got millions and millions of viewers or followers right now. That's because mm -hmm. he's brand. Because he's somebody that was he's somebody that is on the left that is coming toward like making calling the left out. Same with Jimmy Dore. He he's like he he has people in YouTube that are keeping him on the air because yeah. the they're things he's extremely you know, careful with what they say. Yes, they're all they yeah. Are, yeah, they are. And and by the way, that's also a, a, that's a shame too because now we're be, be become complacent in self censorship, mm -hmm. and that's Which also we, a we psychological operation. We don't do here. That's on this right, show. and we're, I love that. We're so we're so. Their words are so. Carefully, you know, weave that, together, and it's, that they and can't it's even right. get their point across half the time. So anti, anti <laughs> I feel like the kid that kid gets his point across, the kid with the long hair, Russell Brand. No, he yeah. does a good he job. Do, he does. He I, does I'm exaggerating, but he, but, he but doesn't he has, say what he wants to say. To Katy Perry, like he's been a part of this establishment for so long. Like if they went and censored Russell Brand, it would do worse for their cause than help. When they silence people like us who he are nobodies, like Russell Brand. Then be, a, then be a Trojan horse. That's what we're trying to be. That's, That's why we fucking post all goddamn. No, 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 no. We're not being a Trojan horse. We're kicking through the fucking front door and coming in. That's <laughs> what we're doing. This is why That's we have what a we're doing. This is what we're doing. Like we're 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 out here every single day putting out content, busting our ass, working our tails off. I don't, to, I don't to think you grasp what a Trojan horse is. Yeah, I think it's too late for our yeah. Well, it's too late for us. Yeah. <laughs> But you can you can create an Instagram page very neutral, start building all the followers, slowly leak and throw them little jabs. I have IP addresses attached to it, Nick. There's there's more to it. This is why when I changed my phone, I was actually able to use a Facebook app on a ghost ghost account that I have. I wasn't able to do that on my new phone. They have your IMEI number. Like it's way bigger than just like making so it, it, it was that easy as just to buy a new phone, you could do it. Yeah, I had to buy uh, buy a whole new phone. So, uh, so That's when I get it, so no, but when I get it, so I'm expected to buy a new phone every single time that they censor me. That's ridiculous. That's Wait, the most ridiculous. I, I thing thought ever. your IP address uh, follows your phone. Yeah, well, your and your I, it does. It does. If they have your IP address, they could yep. ban you that way. What's an IP address? It's it, what connects you to the internet. It's like your identification. Yeah, your identification. Oh, if you log in from a different location, it's a different IP address. No, no, uh, no. It's just like. You have, you know, your credentials. V, v, this is why VPNs VPNs are uh, are used. 
Um, it's like your fingerprint. Yeah, it's like your digital fingerprint. That's why, like Mindy Robinson, she can't even go to someone else's house and create a Facebook. They, yeah. she's they, she can't. I couldn't that. create one on Christie's phone and then go on my phone and, and use. I couldn't do it. So if you like, we did some experiments at one of the studios where we were uploading videos and they were getting banned or they were getting shadow banned, and then we'd use a VPN and they get less banned, and then we put it, we go somewhere else, like an actual geographically different location, a different house. And it would be a completely different like set of results. Wow. So, uh, like, so in other words, if you're targeted, uh, you know, um, you got you say your shadow band, you you they have your location that they, they're making sure your stuff doesn't get out no matter what username you use, no matter what VPN you use. I mean, you know, the phone is a is a tracking device. It's also used for good, uh, as you the said. The geolocation that they use for two thousand mules, like they they have access to that. And that's and not that accurate, James. You can't use oh, that. Yeah, sure. Yep. Not. Yeah. Sorry. Thirty feet. Oh man. Thirty <laughs> feet that way. Thirty feet that well, way. I don't know where any else well, would be. You know, <laughs> the truth of the matter is, is that there's satellites in space right now that could literally see through this roof right now, uh, it, like almost full color, seeing exactly what we're doing. Um, so the, you know, and that's the thing, technology, as you guys know, is, uh, decades, uh, more advanced than yes. what is, what is public yes. today. Uh, it's actually far way beyond that. The, Pent uh, the Pentagon said 50 to 150 years in advance. I of, mean, where of, were we a hundred years ago? Uh, like yeah. in the history book. So I, the, the point is, is there's so much crazy, like the phones do track us and we, we could argue whether uh, how accurate they are, but like the, the, there's technology that exists unbeknownst to us that is so fantastical that it, it's it's absolutely mind blowing. I don't and, doubt that. Yeah. No, we we uh, that that does not surprise us at all. Um, and I'm sure that there's there's things that they have. Like I always reference the church, the, the Senate's church committee. Like they had a heart attack gun in the 60s and 70s. Right. Like, and we still we still to this day publicly don't have access to that technology. Jesse like, Ventura covered that on his uh, show. Yeah, Jesse Ventura. Theory, yeah. Jesse Ventura can get <laughs> fucked too. Uh, that fucking guy. Um, but at the end of the day, why would you like Jesse Ventura? Why? Because he he totally cucked on January 6th. He's like, it's an insurrection. And what? Oh, he said that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where they tried to overthrow the government. Yeah, fuck that guy. I didn't know that. Fuck that guy. Wait, he's um, in love with the government now? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. Fuck you, dude. Wow. Yeah, totally cucked out. Um, not a fan. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I, I'm a big believer at this point. The information and the message is more important than the messenger. Like, that's something that I'm a big believer in uh, these days because at the end of the day, there's there's when this is all said and done, there's going to be people in the story that we thought were traitors, hated this country, and we hated them. And there's going to be people that we we loved that we thought were true patriots that were actually enemies. Um, so the information is the most important. This is why I love, I, I reference, I, I love sending people to Russell Brand because it's somebody that they'll listen to. They may not listen to me, but they'll listen to Russell Brand. They may not listen to, to Anthony, but they'll listen to Joe Rogan. They may not listen to Chadwick or Marcus, but they'll listen to another celebrity who's speaking out, like the basketball player is speaking out uh, against the the slave camps in China. Like these, these are people that they'll actually listen to Unfortunately, just because of the way society has been created and molded, uh, they treat these people as idols, which they should not. Uh, but they do, and, and and we have to use that to our advantage. Yeah, but remember, people do listen to you. So no, some they do. I, we don't. We don't people. do the. We don't have the listeners that we have. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying, street, like for your listeners, yes. the average person, just be real mindful that you're not pointing your finger at someone. You know, and trying to like yell at him and tell him, you know, you're no, for him. You have, you have to ask that right. 
communication, that conversation. Nick does a very good job of it. Nick, Nick and Anthony own a salon, and Nick does a very, very good job of it, of framing the questions and, and asking these staunch liberals because they, they sit down in his chair all the time and he asks them these great, great, great questions. Dude, the amount of content that, that's there is – It would be a show, dude. It, it'd be uh, a great it would be show. multiple shows. It would be a great show. And every day. Yeah, and, and but he, he does a great job of it. Like I'm sorry, Barbara. Do you want me to get you a K95 or a mask that might protect you, other than a cloth one from Target? <laughs> that's not doing much for you. Oh, okay. It matches your shoes. To keep wearing it. Yeah, there you go. You know, <laughs> so yeah, Nick does a great job of it with his clients that come into his salon, and he his his salon is packed every single day. Packed. I can't even get the guy on the fucking phone. We're lucky to have him on on Tuesday nights. Uh, the have, guys, the guy's so busy. Have you, so you flipped, uh, like just using your humor and kind of, uh, just kind of taking face on, have you like, always? and they keep, yeah, I'll awesome. show, I'll show them a project Veritas video or another video or a lecture. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, you're a nurse. Girl having a seizure from getting yeah. the vaccine. Like, Oh yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. want to end up like this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'll just end up like, Hey, you're a nurse, right? Do we ever watch this? I don't know some of the words. Just let me know. <laughs> what you're saying <laughs> and then can you send that to me absolutely yeah no problem right you give them that carrot and they, they that carrot every time and, and, then, and then they change their minds you know and, no, and that's and, how you do it you can't change their mind for them right you have to, you have give to them, present the information in a way where they they change your, by themselves uh, they, your husband had a had a mild heart attack could it possibly be the fucking fifth booster he got yeah for real ridiculous no it's scary man yeah. it's it's logical it's, it's, it's really scary um yeah, Nick, he does a, he does a great job at that and i mean the amount of people that he sees on a daily basis week in week out there's lots of red pills getting spread all over new jersey that's, that's for awful. sure and then every once in a while like when it's some weird crazy topic that someone brings up he'll yell into the video hey! you know gotta, yeah, come on out in the back now it's getting serious yeah yeah so, that's yeah. right. And, and that's kind of all of our jobs is to show people the door. And like you said, it's up to them to walk through it, you know, yes. and, and to your point, it is all about unity because like at the end, when all this yeah. is over and we're on the other side of this, and I, I believe when we're on the other side of this, we're going to be like at, at, at the cusp of the golden age, mm -hmm. you know, and, I and I think at the, you know, I think what's going to happen is we're going to realize we, we all have a lot more in common than we all think. I say it all the time. We have a common enemy, you know, this divide and conquer tactic is, is, is ancient. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, and so a guy like Jerome Davison, who uh, even though he's running uh, as Republican, he's kind of running on this quantum platform, which is like, you know, people get caught in these boxes. Uh, someone may agree that, you know, uh, something on the border, but they don't want to be labeled a right wing extremist and vice versa. So it's kind of like oh, you're not right. You're not. Yeah, you're not I'm, red. I'm, you're not I'm blue. A, you're quantum. I'm a constitutionalist. But but and people think I'm a Republican, but I want legalization of drugs. Like I like I'm, right. I'm all for things that most conservative people are not for. And 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 for a long like growing up, my first red pill, I hated Republicans. Like I was like, they're, they're terrible. Like, fuck these people. Like they're warmongering. I was against the Bushes. It was really, really rough. And I was a Ron Paul guy. And then my mother and my father in 2008 was my first time I could vote, convinced me to not vote for Ron Paul. I was like, I'm not voting Republican. Guess I'm voting Barry. Here we go. And then <laughs> I was like, man, this is a terrible decision. Oh, this is a fucking stupid decision. Why did I, why did I listen to them? I and mean, the other guy wasn't any better either. But McCain, but at the same, at the same time, you're 100% right. There's so many people that fall that way that aren't necessarily like hardcore Republicans or hardcore Democrats. They're in the middle. 
and they have so many values on both sides. And we need to get away from this two party system. It's it's all about yeah. division. Yeah, totally. And something that is kind of a conundrum to me is like in the whole truther movement, everyone knows that it's a, a, a left right fake paradigm, but yet we everyone plays into it so hard. Well, how many times have we been fooled by these rhino Republicans? How many times have we gotten these people in that we thought we're going to come in and actually shake things up? Like as much as I I, I want to root for guys like Jim Jordan and Matt Gates and all of these all of these people that are saying all of the right things. They're doing nothing. There's no action behind any of their words. And it's happened time and time again where these people just get these these sound bites that they could use yeah. for their campaign. But, you know, Dr. Fauci has been Fauci has been grilled forever. He's now out in the news telling us that, ah, we need to wear masks again. It's fucking stupid. We need to. I know everybody's tired of this. I know everybody's tired of the masks and we're over it. But it's a really smart idea, guys. Is he back in the public? Yeah, he's oh, he's on the news again, 100%. You know, you just mentioned something about accountability. And uh, there's a video that's out there entitled Accountability where uh, uh, Austin uh, Steinbart uh, confronts Richard Grinnell because we got him on stage. Austin Steinbart's a good we, we got Richard Grinnell, who used to be the head of the DNI uh, under under Trump. Uh, talk, we got him on stage saying, oh, we got to get all these Republicans out who we can't hold them accountable, blah, blah, blah. So he gets off stage and we ambush him. I was actually filming uh with my phone pretending to take a picture and austin asked him a question like oh well wait you were just talking about accountability on stage well what happened to the jfk documents that weren't released and he actually says i went through them all there's nothing to see and we have we have this on film and it's an amazing video uh if you guys check it out on youtube that's the only place to find it right now but uh on accountability and richard grinnell who you know is somebody who is you know they were talking today in the news that he he may be Ron DeSantis or uh, Trump's uh, vice president if he uh, chooses to run uh, again or announces it. But, uh, it, I mean, w- these politicians are all full of shit. They're all full of shit. Oh. So this guy, Jerome Davison, again, is the same guy off camera that he is on camera. He's one of the most authentic, energetic people. Um, and, like, when you see him speak, you'll feel that. It, it's, it's undeniable, his energy. You so have him on your show. Yeah, you guys really should. He would love to come on the show. In fact, I think he's going to come on your show tomorrow. Well, I don't know how much actual media we're going to be doing. I'm going to be doing a lot of networking tomorrow. Okay. Uh, more, more so. Well, anytime set, he would love to come up. on but the yeah, show. I would love, to, I would love to get him on and, and talk about the Internet Bill of Rights, Arizona's Stone yeah. Story. Uh, it'd be a great, great conversation uh, to have. Um, we're running out of time because we're coming up on two hours soon. Uh, but I do. I, do you I, have I, listeners in Vegas? We do have some listeners in Vegas. We'll be actually at the – where, at the Westgate? Uh, West, yeah, Westgate. Tell them to go on down. Mindy Robinson's having a pool party. Oh, yeah, we're going to the pool party after this. we got to get going to that. Just yeah, bring your Kush creams. Yeah, bring, I'll bring some Kush cream. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Justin from Cannabis Combat will be there. We're going to have some fun. Um, so if you're in Vegas, come to that. Try to come to the event. Uh, we'll, me, Chadwick, Marcus, we'll all be there hanging out. Justin will be there. Uh, come say hello. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I definitely want to have you back on because I know you say Austin Steinbart's one of your good friends, but it's going to be really tough to convince me that. And hey, we did it with Jake. I, we did I, it with Jake. I, I, hey. I don't think you should do that if one, the dude. people are saying bad about him, dude. Let's, let's check, check out check if you why is he check out that, that videos. Cute. Check why? out the video on Richard Grinnell that, and he just did one on Vegas last week, right before uh, the uh, right before uh, Lombardo stole the election from. Uh, Joey Gilbert. Um, he did a video calling out Trump, Austin Steinberg calling out Trump for, for being a part of the cover up of what happened uh, in Vegas on October 2nd, 2017. That's the latest video on there. And, you know, you guys, 
I think you'll you'll like it. Check it out. Hey, you're See. gonna meet Austin tomorrow, brother. So any questions you have, you uh, ask him, brother. This hey, I'll um, tell you what, you guys are real deal. You know, uh, I'll tell you that much. We're uh, he's not Q. We, we, he's we definitely not a, fucking a great, Q. Not, who's Q? You know who? He's Q is? definitely not. Yeah. I, but, all right, then let's go on. Why say? Oh, I know Q team. I'm part of Q team. And then all right, let's go on the fucking computer. Here's my trip code. Here's me posting. Boom, here's the board. I'm Q, guys. Here we Who's go. Who's going to believe that? Why? Who's going to – you're going to say – Trip codes are right there. It's very easy to do. Like you can't you can't make trip codes right then and there. If he went on there and posted right now and said, hey, guys, it's Austin Steinbart here. You guys are like, oh, it, it's him? If he filmed filmed him on his computer like, hey, I'm Austin Steinbart. It's very easy with technology today. Take your cell phone. Right. James, I'm going to dip in a second. All right, so so yeah, uh, no new yeah. topics at the closing. Yeah, yeah that's. <laughs> I want to get, get into that. I, I, it is something that I want to get into because it's gonna be something that's gonna be tough to turn around. Yeah. Me, man, it's gonna be something yeah, really. That's gonna be a real tough one for me because I don't do not just like Wano Saban do not trust Austin Seinbart at all. And I know he's your we'll, friend, and we'll I hate get this. we'll get you eventually. I, we'll I, work I, on you. I, I doubt it. It's gonna be everyone's re- welcome back. Hey, listen, I, listen. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm open to new information. Would you be interested in interviewing him? Uh, a right. Damn, I'm, I'm going to dip. Gentlemen, it was very, it was a pleasure meeting you. You said something. All right, thank you. All right. Yeah, yeah. Pleasure, man. Thank you for having Every, me on the show. Later, guys. The uh, we'll we'll definitely discuss that. Uh, but I don't trust him, and uh, we'll, we'll, I have a lot of a lot of questions that. I, I would that's, like answers that's to. Well, the best thing is and, you have no reason to trust him, and it would yeah. be very easy to prove what he's saying if he wanted to, um, and that's what I'm very skeptical about, and and not a fan of it all. Uh, so, uh, with that, guys, tell everybody where they can find you. Um, so, uh, ForbiddenTruthPodcast.com to check out the Jake episodes with Chadwick. Yeah, definitely check those out. DroneForCongress.com. Okay, are you working with this campaign at all? We are. Oh, hell yeah. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Running super hard. You guys can also go on, on our YouTube. Live Report still has that. Uh, wow, you guys are still on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Live. Uh, tomorrow, the 22nd, right, is we get our second strike removed. We have two strikes right now. We're going to get one removed. We can start posting a little bit more for at least our safe stuff, you know. We, we have Alex Jones treatment on YouTube, or I do at least. I can't even be a guest. I can't even be a guest on YouTube. It gets removed. That's all. That's an honor. It's it's it is a, it's a it badge is, of honor. It, it really is. But like, yeah, I, I know it sucks. Everybody's up. episode that I go on as a guest, it gets removed. Everybody, they all get strikes. I've had people get removed. Like Garrett, his show Sergeant Samurai got removed because two of the, his three strikes were because of my, the show <laughs> had me on. There's something you and Austin have in common. And, just to bring uh, that up. Yeah, <laughs> where they do not like they do not like me uh, on social media or YouTube. But yeah, so you guys are still on YouTube, Liberty Report. Yeah. Anywhere else? Do you have any social medias? Anything that anybody can get in contact you know, with? Rumble. We got the Rumble page, Liberty Report, and Perpetual awesome. Podcast. I wish I told you to I, take that hat off when you walked in the door. I've been completely hey, deplatformed. Yeah, you have as well. I've been completely deplatformed. Uh, I'm obviously uh, helping. Are you guys on with, Truth? Uh, we're on yeah. Truth. Yes. Yeah. Where you can where can everybody find you on Truth? So uh, what is it? Well, I'm changing. The, I'm rebranding from going, like I said, from TMCS back to Matrix Ooh. Report. But right now I have a telegram. It's still uh, TMCS.live. 
So you can go, it's just TMCS live Telegram, TMCS live on Telegram. That's the best place. So you can reach me at the moment while we're rebuilding the platform. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure. We definitely guys, we definitely got to do this again, guys. It was a lot of fun. Long, long, long live over there. We've been, we've been good friends for, for a while. He's a good dude. Uh, and and Marcus, it's been a pleasure meeting you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. you you. Thank you. It's a rare, rare occasion that I have people in studio to do a show. It's pretty fucking cool. Uh, we'll be back next week. Shout out to our sponsor, Sirius CBD. Go to Sirius-CBD.com. Put in code WPRUSA. There's a 35% sale going off right now. It is the number one CBD on the planet. Also, check out MyPillow.com. Join Mikey Pillow Gangs. Uh, MyPillow.com slash WPRUSA or WPRUSA at checkout to get crazy, crazy discounts. Uh, join Mikey Pillow Gangs at MyPillow.com slash WPRUSA. And can't forget our friends at Kush Creams. Gotta love those guys. The best topicals in the game. I use it every single day. Actually, Chadwick knows the Kush Creams lady. Yes. Chadwick Shout knows Megan. Megan. Yeah, Megan is the best. Uh, she is such an amazing human being. She actually sent me some special medicine for Marley to help with her brain regeneration. Uh, I love you, Megan. You're the, you're seriously a lifesaver. Uh, prayers for my dog. Please keep sending them. Uh, it's going to be a rough road, but we're going to fight tooth and nail to give her the best longest life we possibly can. Uh, and Megan's been a huge help for that. So go to kushcreams.com, put in code WPR USA for 15% off. If you're eat, get sunburn easy, ditch the aloe, get the natural sensi. I'm telling you right now, you will thank me later after you're sunburned. You don't peel. Hmm. You won't fucking get blisters. It is amazing. So go to kushcreams.com. They, they have um, the microdosing, right? Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't advertise that because we 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 try to stay on platforms. We're, trying We're gonna to try and keep a couple platforms. We try to stay on a couple platforms, yeah. but yeah, uh, as you can see, um, I was in a motorcycle accident, man. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a crazy story too. I gotta have you back on. I want to talk about that story as well. Uh, it, but yeah, he's he's similar issues as more like you know from brain injury. Uh, so we're, we got a special a spe- – that's a special medicine that we have, Marley, little yeah. doggy microdoses awesome. um, to help regra- re- regenerate the brain. But we really appreciate everybody listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, until next time, guys, where we go one, we go all. is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment – with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories, 
and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people 
and for the movement. And we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. The truth.